All right, guys, welcome to another edition to the Candy Internet Talk Show. Guys, guess what? We are live right now on YouTube channel, Candy Productions 2, and that's the capital C with the Productions 2 at the end. Once again, we are live on YouTube channel, YouTube channel, capital C, Candy Productions 2. We are live with, wow, oh, okay. <laughs> so many titles so i'm just gonna say just two and we're gonna get into the rest of it okay so i want you guys to welcome multi-award winning artist writer and more etc guys make sure you give it up give it up give it up yes uh, what up what up what up straight from brooklyn straight from brooklyn bk yeah new york city welcome okay. to new york city what's so up indiana what's up indiana Huh? That's, where, that's where you at right now? Yeah, I'm in New York City. Yep. New York. That's nice. Yeah. Ah, what's 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 the weather? What's the weather like out there? Um, I wish I had a brick. I would just show it to you. It's just brick. It's cold. <laughs> it's cold. All right. I'm in Indianapolis, Indiana. Have you ever been here before? Yes. Yes. How long ago? Yes. Um, that was about four years ago. Four years ago, 2006, 17. It's four years ago, right? I think so. Yeah, it's almost four years ago. Right, because like we're almost basically in 2022 now. It's like yeah, that'd be five years ago <laughs> in a minute. <laughs> man, I know, right? Man, time is flying. Time is flying. Wow. All right, let's get into it now. I kind of kind of sometimes I talk a little proper, so I was so? trying to figure out should I say etc. 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 Let it roll off your tongue. Your etc. That's all right. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's a, okay. Candy. It's like candy. I'm oh. sorry. I'm I'm it was let's go back. Do it. Do it. No, <laughs> no. Wait, because we got a game going on too later on, okay? Oh so shit. We definitely gonna do a game later on. And you know what? I'm put all this back right now because I get tired of sometimes doing all this. All right, guys, thank you so much for joining okay. on live Facebook. I am on live, live. I'm on live right now with multi award winning artist, yes. writer. Man, and he got so much more. Go to the YouTube channel, Candy Productions 2, capital C2, and then check us out. All right. right. Subscribe. Subscribe. Yes. Yes. Subscribe. Subscribe. All right. Etc. Yes. Yes. Yes, Ken. All right. Now, you said you've been here in Indianapolis, Indiana, but right now, which, what you, let's talk about by your side. Oh, All right. oh yeah. You got a nice song out. You got a nice song with the beautiful <laughs> Midwest native Trisha yes. Covington. Yes, yes, yes. Um, the single is by by your side. It's um, it's 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 it, it was dear to me. Like when we first was doing the record, um, a gentleman came to me. His name was um Thane Brown. He's producer my friend Thane. That's his name. I was like, wow, this is dope. Um. When he brought the record to me and he let me hear it, and I was like, okay. But then it sort of like touched because it brought back that whole 90s feel, that feel that like everybody seems to be gravitating back to as this moment, you know, in some form or fashion. And some it's like that was that golden era. So what I did was, you know, I said, what am I gonna put to this? Now I write, I write, I write for artists, I write for myself, I, you know, but 
um, I think I needed something else because I was like, wow. And I gave it to her. I gave it to my man, Will. He's a producer. And the funny thing about it is the hook was written by Trisha's daughter, Gianna. And she's 19. So for a 19-year-old to recreate a 90s feel means a lot. And do it. And then Trisha, like, executed it beautifully, if I, I say so myself. Um, then when I heard that, it was nothing I could do but put song a, a verse verses to it that were more, you know, it, it actually built on the actual chorus that was actually presently made. And it just was a feeling. It was a feeling. And that feeling transcribed into a song called By Your Side and it transcribed into, you know, a chart climbing record right now. And it also transformed into me doing venues of like, I did this um, show called Victim Voices, where it was about women with domestic violence. And it was said in the um, application or in some of the writings that that song was one of the songs that helped keep a relationship together. They wanted to thank me. It helped with free, um, it helped ease a lot of anxiety because what it's actually is, it's, it serves two purposes. It's the purpose of saying someone's always going to be there, you know, day and night. I'm going to be by your side. And it's also spiritual because it says in light on dark, I'm going to be there. So they, some people took it from a religious aspect of it, that God is there. So when I look at how the charts play it, it, it shows that some people on a gospel aspect play the song and some people on a, I guess, a rhythmic pop chart play the song, but it's all for multiple purposes. So the song sort of like spurred it in different avenues. And that's why it's taken us so long to do a video for it because we just don't know what direction we want to put the video in. And so I don't. Would it be a problem if you did a di both directions? That way, it can still be accommodatable for different people. Because it definitely is. It does sound, especially going through everything we're going through with our current year or our yes. worldly situation. You know, you you. Yeah, definitely need some kind of yeah. <laughs> inspiration. Yeah, some inspiration. But then so at we, the same time, I like I like the relationship aspect too. So would you be willing to do two videos for it? I just don't want to make it contradictive that, you know, with the relationship piece, you know, um, then I don't want to make it too depressing. You know, I want it to be a vibe. So that that may be that, that might not be a bad idea. I'll be honest with you, do two different videos, um, two different segments. Um, one in might do one in animation and one in um from live because you know you can depict a lot in the animation where you can't depict um from the actual people and by your side could be more spiritual and you know plug things in i mean that's not a bad idea candy listen I mean, you, gotta, you gotta think about it too. if you look at some of the uh, inspirational songs now like let's just say pick an artist mary mary sometimes you don't know which direction those songs are going while you know it's coming from you know inspirational artists but at the end of the day there's some of their songs that can you know kind of be on both sides oh yeah you're right you're right i mean i, I look at it from that standpoint that um you know with, with, with music and with companies and with marketing teams, they always want to know what's the direction you're going, where we're going to focus on. Um, is it going to be focused on this demographics and that demographics? I'm like, I don't know. Cause if you look at the charts, I can't really tell you what demographic is focused on. And I don't want to disappoint anybody. That's the, that's one of my biggest fears. I don't want to disappoint any of, you know, we're streaming heavily right now. And it's coming from multiple areas. Like I have a gospel, uh, uh, 
a gospel area, while let's say a, a secular area, then it's focused, it threw over into a LGBT, LGBTQ community. So you're talking about it's, it's, it's an emotional piece all the way around. So that's where it's, and you know, and knowing that Trisha Covington is now, she's she's very into the whole, into the church, you know, we, but she's still a, 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 a was a 90s R&B artist. Cause I figured instead of trying to recreate the 90s, why don't I just get somebody from the era that we, it's effortless. And we performed it for the first time um, when my other single was out, Way Up featuring Billions and my other single, um, Dance For You featuring Kaya Jones, of the Pussycat Dolls. We performed it as a, you know, special treat at the pre-Grammy Awards. And we was on a tour with White, was on a show with Wyclef and um, Scarface and it went over like gangbusters. So you knew it was gonna be the next single, but I didn't think of this. I really didn't. And no one actually threw that on the table. We was like, oh, it's gonna be a hip hop record, yada, yada. And now that, um, was it Friday? We got placed up for song of the year for for Grammy ballads. Um, I was like, oh, okay. Oh well, hold on now. Here, oh, sorry, I'm sorry. I got a thought. I got a thought. Still on that the the video direction. All right, got. It. What about one video with different pieces of the video where you have different actors or actresses in the video and you guys are um, oh, what's the word um. Narrating? No, you have different scenes where there are different people doing different things. So you have different characters doing, like you just mentioned, LGBTQ. So you might have somebody in that section of the video. And part mm -hmm. of your treatment, you have different um, pieces of your video that represents what different you Different categories. So, yep. No, yo, that's right. I mean, I do. I really have, I do have those areas of audience. I do have friends that can actually do it. I have um, famous friends and I have, you know, I call them infamous friends, <laughs> you know? And yeah, I, I, I do wanna touch all aspects. I just wanna see where it, where I can touch the most people at the same time, because, you know, we can always do a remix and it come out, but I wanna make sure that I push something out there that's like, Listen, I did dual singles last year and I received like two plaques from it. Um, this time I might just do dual videos and mm. see what happens. You know, the worst that can happen is they don't, they play one and not the other, but I, I'm pretty sure they're going to play it because um, it, it it's become a very um, impactful record. Now, when was it created? This record was specifically about by your side your yes. new single that's out right now with trisha yes. covington when yes. was it produced um this was produced actually in 2018 okay it was produced and recorded in 2018 um and the end of 2018 right before the new single came out we wanted to we were putting together the album mm -hmm. and i was like you know, I want this sound, I want that sound. It's like, you gotta stick with one sound. I said, no, I don't, that's why my name is, et cetera. I don't have to stick with one sound. Um, I don't stick with one audience. I mean, in different areas, I have different audiences. Um, so we actually, um, when, it, when it came across, it's like, it's good, you can't stop good music. No. I don't care what not. it is. You can't stop good music. Um, you can't stay in one, cause you know, you can have one genre of music and 
one hot record, two hot records, and the rest sounds like dun dun dun. And you just gotta have, you gotta keep hitting people with different emotions. My thing is, when you're driving in that car and someone's playing me on it, that they shuffle, they be like, "Oh my god, he's going from here to here." You gotta make sure that you you keep the audience um interested. I'm so glad you spoke on that because I'm gonna tell you what, man, you have a catalog that's out of this world. But right now, by your side is doing what numbers do you have right now as of today? Um, really? I'm 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 coasting on um seven figures. Shut up. Okay. I'm coasting that's, on seven that figures. That sounds like a great number, but then when you break that down, yes. you really what does it take for an artist to see a real big impact? What's what's the minimum numbers? Um, Five hundred thousand, one hundred, one million. Tell me, tell me for those who don't know. Well, for the it depends on it depends. You can you can have one billion and nobody heard you. Mm. You can have five hundred thousand and everybody heard you. Um, my thing is impact. It wasn't really focused on numbers. It just so happened to be that way. Um, my my thing was I needed more visual. I needed more DJs to play it. I needed the right DJs to play it. So um, like people can go platinum in Texas alone. People could go platinum in LA alone. That means only the LA audience hears you. So I wanted to take it a little further than that. I wanted to spread a little bit, you know, like adobo, you just sprinkle it on. I wanted to sprinkle some in this area, some in this area. So when you hear it, you hear it, and you hear it. It's like word of mouth meant more to me than than anything. So when I look at the impact you make, it's people that right now I'm moving heavy in the South. Before I wasn't. But the reason I moved in the South is because I have a team that went in the South and was like, you got to play this record. And also, you know, and they were like, but et cetera. Oh, he hip hop. No, play this record. And you also link on to something that's actually, you know, a purpose. So you're talking about domestic violence. That wasn't the initial purpose, but come to find out there's a high rate of domestic violence in the South, mm. right? There's a high rate of domestic violence in one part in one part in every state in this world. So that's what happened. It went from one domestic violence area to another domestic violence area to um, you know, empowerment of women. So, you know, it just rolled back to that. That's who moved the music. There's, there's, there's domestic violence in every relationship, whether it's LGBTQ, whether it's heterosexual, it's domestic violence in every relationship. So if you, I just, it wasn't intentional, but it tapped onto a topic that dealt with relationships, um, getting them out of, um, you know, making someone feel better after being abused. And then that show really like threw it over. So shout out to Victim Voices for allowing us to be on this show. I mean, also, and on top of that, you know, we did a song called Why with, with a gentleman named Father Goose. He does family music. And a verse that I said on it, and it was great, was, um, you know, why is your, you know, why is my skin, why you say my skin is different from yours? You know, and I say things like, you know, in the in the text, why the only person telling the story is the person getting the glory. And in every version, we get shot. Is that all we got? You know, they're like, wow, he's like, I don't want you to think I'm, you know, I'm the new Chuck D. 
<laughs> but, <laughs> but you know, I feel it's time for me to speak. I've done what you wanted me to do. I've, 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 I've spit those rhymes that I, you know, bounced around, you know, but I want to, I'm saying a lot more now. I think it's that time. Interesting, because I want to take it back. I want to take it back now. Mm -hmm. Brooklyn. Yeah. You talk uh -oh. about the 90s music. Yeah. All of that. I suspect that's where you got your inspiration. That was a time when you were doing your thing when you started out. Yeah. Tell me about it. Oh, you want to tell you about that? Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even Brooklyn. know why. I like the 90s music, so I love to well, hear the stories. I, I, I'll be honest with you. Um, I started and I started in my house. I was always on punishment for having a smart mouth. Well, so I was my, always on punishment too. <laughs> I was always so I never had they took my TV, they took my um, video games, my mom's, and so all I had to do was write. So went from writing to singing poetry. Then I should listen to one of my favorite um genres of music was um um country western. So I used to listen to like Glenn Campbell, the Eagles, um, Dolly Parton, and I used to love the stories. And I used to say, how can I say those stories? Cause I don't have that twang in my voice. How do I say those stories here? Then I used to listen to Slick Rick, how he used to say the stories. Then I used to listen to Kwame, how he used to say his stories. And then I used to listen to um, a gentleman named um, Tone, how he used to say his stories. And I was like, okay, how I'm gonna do this? And I'm gonna say it in my own way. And I did. And then somebody, you know, from the block, she was like, yo, come over to the studio, 849 Park Place, where we got, you know, they got a studio, let's get it down. So I used to go down there and I used to be the odd man out because they were all spitting hard stuff. And I wasn't hard. I grew up in a brownstone in Crown Heights. I ain't hard. Hey, I'm like a t-shirt, ain't nothing hood about me. But I used to hang around them dudes and I used to be down there with um, Busta Rhymes, Talib Kweli, um, Most Def, MC Light. Um, and I used to learn from them. Braga Benz, um, Das Effects. I used to be down there and they used to listen to me. And, you know, I, I want to say I influenced some of them, but I know they've influenced me, you know, because I used to be the odd dude out because I, I never rhyme like anyone else. And I still don't. You know, and I figured when they used to tell me, um, oh, man, stop rhyme like this because that popcorn music ain't going to do nothing. Well, <laughs> well, anyway, <laughs> you know, I, I stayed true to myself and I grew up in that era where it was like, you know, I, I had it was like sink or swim, you know, and you had to be that that rapper that stood your own. But then I also listened to like Far Side, you know, the hieroglyphics, you know, stuff like that. And I used to be like, this is it. I love this. So that's what I went to. And that's, you know, then I started hanging out with Kwame and he introduced me to where my world actually has been from this point on. Cause he was a polka dot dude and he didn't do hard music. And that's where I decided to stay. And I just came on and I'm listening to your, your entire catalog. So I've listened to as much as I could listen to. <laughs> um, and I mean, I'm talking about going far back. Oh my and God. I overall, I actually was surprised. When I say I was surprised, because when I first, this is in, this is just me, okay? No when I first heard some of your songs, I was like, God, oh, it just sounds like a typical New York 
the New York rapper sound. But then I thought about it. I'm listening to a lot of your songs throughout the entire time that I know I can go back, far back. And I'm like, well, dang, you didn't stay in one specific lane. You chose to diversify your talent when it came to that. So it wasn't just strictly New York. Okay, I no. got the, I got, got some reggae, I got the colorfuls, <laughs> man, listen, I'm, I'm going to tell you right now, and I had to put this in the text so I can make sure I say the right ones, and, and we're going to go back, so you don't mind, do you? No, 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 no. Because we have to talk about where you've been in order to talk about where you at right now. Yeah. Well, I'm just listening to some of the songs, and, um. I like how it just again wasn't straight New York hip hop, and then again, this is me because I'm a, I'm a music lover, so I oh, like what? Sin City. Whoa! Oh my gosh! For those who don't know anything about it, make sure you. <laughs> That's the classic music that I like that lasts years and decades later. Not that one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. I'm leaving so long. Yes, yes. Classic. That, that song, those two, and I'll be honest with you, those two songs are produced by um, Franchon Corbett. Um, that's, you know, he's a phenomenal producer. Um, he did music for Buster. He did music for Ja Rule. And we fought about it. He was like, do this record, do this record. I was like, nah. So he pushed those records a little bit. And he pushed me back to where... I originally was because I was so stuck on. I was like, you know what? Fine. And what happened in records just transformed. And that Sin City actually was the introduction to a new et cetera. And then so long through it, like it threw it through the stratosphere. Um, as you can see, even in that video, I put um, Tony Rock in that video. Um, my my former manager, he got Tony Rock. He was like, yo, Tony was like, and ever since then, me and Tony's been like best of friends. And, you know, that video went through the roof. That video was, um, that song in that video took flight. And we, it, it took us into like a, a, a gold status. I tell you that much. I say it like that. I don't like talking like, oh, you're platinum plaques and gold plaques. And I, it wasn't intentionally to go that way. It was just to make great music and do what you do to make people happy. And, and that's the reason why I want to bring up these specifically. This is just, again, to me in my ear, because just like with a lot of other things, after you hear something for so long or after you're in something for so long, hey, look at what we're doing in this worldly pandemic. Everybody's yeah. ready to get out. So that's mm. like what I hear with music. I like to have mm. the versatility in music. I don't want to just hear just strictly rap or just strictly R&B or strictly country. Yeah. Like I like yeah. a lot of different like genres of music. And so I like to see that a, an artist can diversify themselves and not just stick in one lane. And it's, to me, it's not just about just making sure I can cross over, but how deep is your talent really? And that's where you get put to a test like we are again now. It's yeah. Like, goodness. Um. So, so and one other song, and matter of fact, I have other songs, but I want to talk about. Oh, yesterday. let me just say this. I like mm -hmm. to say shout out to Dave Al. And and Chris for those two Sin City was Chris and Dave Al did the vocals on um you know I'm leaving they did a phenomenal job phenomenal 
Okay. Sorry, so I'm sorry, sorry, No, that's what I was actually going to ask you. Were you just rapping on those songs, or at any point in the any of these songs from your your past to your present, were you doing any um, singing, or was it just all just straight? No, all, all it was just it was just rap. It was just rap because I try to. The thing is, um, like I said, I write a lot, but like they said, like a doctor, the the worst doctor is a doctor that operates on himself. So I can, I can write for other people hands down, right? But when it came to them songs, I wanted another feeling. So um, I didn't sing on them. Um, maybe three of them, you won't hear this. You won't hear my vocals, somebody else sang it, but I, I did it the best I could. I wasn't in key, you know, but it, it was what it was. <laughs> Let's talk about yesterday. Oh my God, I can see the passion in yesterday. I can see that there's yeah. a story behind yesterday, which also yes. brings you to where you are with et cetera. Now, yes. what went on back in the past that made you put your pen skills to work and come up with yesterday? Yesterday, um, I wrote everything yesterday. I sung, I sung it in yesterday and everything, but I didn't sing it on the song, but yesterday is a very passionate song. Um, yesterday is also on a film soundtrack as well, but um, yesterday was talking my life. It was talking how the struggles I went through, why I wasn't recognized at one point in time, um, what I had to go through. And I was being honest. I was telling people why people were saying, when, when I used to make underground records people used to call themselves etc just because i was hot i was like one of the top selling artists so they figure oh he's underground he's gonna stay underground we'll call ourselves etc and i was telling them it's trademark my man let's cut it and they was like yo let's battle i said you really want to do that let's go because they don't understand it i do rap i do hip-hop r&b i love it but i will tear you down rap wise i there's no problem there's no way that won't happen i came up but yesterday was really personal to me because it's what happened yesterday because it felt like it all happened yesterday. And no one, you know, they like, everything feel like it's like the pain where they used to say you, you suck, the pain where they used to say you're never gonna amount to anything, the pain where they used to say them popcorn records ain't shit. The, and then when I turn around and I walk on these red carpets and I smile and I look, and I don't look at the camera to, you know, I look at the same people that used to talk shit about me and I'd be like, I refuse to talk shit about you, but I just want you to understand what's in my eyes, what you did to a to a young boy, young African-American male to make him. I could have turned out either way. I could have said, fuck it. Y'all destroyed me or I went this route. So now I want you to watch everything you did. Every red carpet I walk, every interview I do, every plaque that I get. Every everything I get, I want you to watch what your words did to this young African American boy, now man, and I want you to keep watching it, even when you're in your rocking chair. I want your kids to tell you about me, and I want you to say, "Wow, I should have never said that." So you never do that to anyone else. And some of your artists that you know that we all know and love, and that told us some things, and that you know that said things, you know. They, they were part of that. And it was, I'm telling you, and it was all happened yesterday. 
And the thing about that is that that happens a lot. And see, for me, yeah. being from Indianapolis, Indiana, and I'm thinking, oh, New York, y'all got it made. And, you know, as I got older, I'm like, well, okay, everybody else is struggling too. But that does make, it makes you or it can break you. When someone mm -hmm. tells you you're not good enough, mm -hmm. you're never going to make it because you don't have this particular look or anything like that, that can make you or break you. And... I like being able to go to the part where it's like, you know what, like you just said, because I've been there, done that, still doing it to this day. You didn't think I was going to be anybody, so that's fine, not a problem. So, and there's one thing that you have said in one of your past interviews, and I actually live by this. You might not know me, but you'll know my name. Oh. It's something simpler, it's something. Because You're good, Candy. You know why I like that? Because I say this all the time. You might not know who I am or you might see me around or whatever the case may be. See, I don't because I'm not the popular person. You know what I mean? Because I'm not. Mm -hmm. Oh, I'm not this the most popular or I'm not running in all these circles. You don't know me, but you will. So if you see me here and there, be like, oh, OK, there's a girl. Oh, OK. then she, uh, Well, wait a minute. You know, so I I live by that. You might not know me, but you you're gonna get to know me. You're gonna know who I am eventually. No, and that's what you're supposed to say. I mean, I live by that as well because, and I'll tell you the reason for that statement is, I used to look at award shows, right? I used to look at videos, and I used to look at people making like all of this money, and I don't know who you are. And those are the artists that I follow. And they're like, why you follow that? I said, because if you look at their backgrounds, they're not on the show every day. They're not doing this. They're not doing that. Like certain rock artists, certain rock artists tour 10 months out of the year and are multimillionaires. And you've never heard of them, but the right people has heard of them. So that means you're not the right person. So you, that's what I, I, so when they look at it, they're like, yo, how did you get them plaques? How did you sell all the records? Because I didn't sell to you. I sold to the people that care about what I do. And it's probably, now it's more people that care about what I do than care about what you like. So that's what I, that's the avenue I've traveled. I don't wanna be the most visually known person. It's a lot of pressure. I don't want to be, you know, that person that comes out. I want to be the person that says, wow, when you see that person drive by in the highway, you be like, that's a Bentley. That car is $290,000. How did they get that? You don't know who they are. Believe me, they could probably own the block you live on. So those are the people that I talk to. Those are the circles I run in. Those are the circles that I, you know, I maneuver in because a lot of the stuff that people see that I, I've obtained is because um, like I read a lot. And one book that sticks with me is the spook that sat by the door, right? Um, the spook that sat by the door is a person that no one knows he's in the room. They don't acknowledge he's in the room, but he's in the room. But they go, hey, you, could you get this from me? Hey, can you do that? Yeah, can you do this? Yeah, can you do that? Of course. You know what? They never know his name, but that's the person that when he walks out the room, 
is the richest person in the room. And, you know, you don't have to know me. Maybe I don't want you to know me because I, I focus a lot. So that's what I do. I, I, I wish I could call my album the spook that sat by the door, but that, that, that name is taken. <laughs> really? Yeah. Yeah. So I, 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 the first album, the first, first album I say studio album I did was called Character. Um, it's because in music, you play a lot of characters. And that album, the songs that you heard, I played different characters in each song. Like I didn't stay on the same path because in, in life we play different characters. I, Tony Rock is going to kill me if I say this, but he says this in his comedy show. When you go into black people are known for it. When you go on, you adjust your, 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 your nigger meter. Right. <laughs> when you in the office, it's like, good morning. How are you? <laughs> right. By the time you get in your car, it's like, Hey, have a great day. I'll see you tomorrow. You listen up your time. You get in the car, it's like, boom, that motherfucker, that doo -doo -doo. And when you get out the car, it's like, oh, by the way, I meant to say hello. You adjust your nigga meter according to the environment you in. And when he does that, he does that skit, I scream. And people don't understand why I laugh so hard. It's because everyone does it, but we just don't acknowledge it. And don't be in an office setting. Yeah. <laughs> they're, they're not going to know you. When you leave out at five o'clock or whatever yes. time you clock out, you know, clock out because you had we if you're in that type of a world, you have two different personalities. And I yes. mean that you have to put on one face in one environment, you have to put on another face in another environment. Exactly. And people don't realize that. <laughs> wow, that's funny. Um <laughs> but but see, and that's the reason why I always try to also let people know, listen, don't judge a book by its cover because you don't know, you don't know who's doing what. And a lot of times there are people, like you said, that want to be exactly. out in front and there are other people who don't. They're fine with that, which yeah. leads me going back to ghostwriting. Yes. Now, that was kind of your foot also, your start, correct? How did, how did the ghostwriting come about? Now, was that before your actual pursuit on your career itself or was it? Mm -hmm. It was? Okay. Well, the ghostwriting happened because of the punishment, right? Um, but the ghostwriting happened because I, I didn't, it's because of those yesterday's people. Um, you're not gonna be shit. So I wrote for artists. Um, I wrote for a lot of artists. I wrote R&B records, I wrote rap records. I even wrote um, an alternative record. And I wanted, and I watched stuff climb up the charts. So I'm like, wow. I never had the confidence because, you know, getting shot down a lot or just coming into something and getting shot down or, you know, telling you that, oh, no, nah, that's not good enough. But this record was good enough for this artist that made this status with that record. This record was good enough for this artist that made this status coming from me. But it wasn't good enough for me. So it wasn't me. So I thought it was like personal. So. When I used to watch it go, and people, you know, as a ghostwriter, you don't really tell who you wrote for. Mm -hmm. So I used to say, here, 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 here. And all of a sudden, these records, you know, wow. And it's like, wait a minute, let me try it. So I introduced myself on the underground, and I'd like to really thank UG from the Cellar Dwellers. Um, he introduced me to this whole underground 
college radio world, him and a gentleman named Gage. And not to say anything, and I'm still very close to this day with these guys. Actually, he's on that album that you quoted. He's on a record called City of Churches because um, I give back to him. He's like my, my, my rap idol. Like nobody to me rhymes better than him. Just him and Eminem, like to, in, my, in my world. Um, that's where the ghostwriting came from. I would give the records out to other people because they, I'm not good enough to do it myself. I wasn't good enough at the time to do it myself. Now, was that because I, it was, is it because people were in your ear telling you that or you just didn't have that confidence? Well, you know, you're coming into something with minimum confidence. And if you have somebody telling you, you know, you could do it, you could do it, you could do it. I just didn't have those people around me at the time. And so what I did was I would just give records to other people, say, you like this here. Some of them were basically free. I was like, here, here, here. Um, and they would be like, oh, I do that. Like, such and such to do that record just shows how it's done. You know, and I do it. And they were like, oh, next thing you know, it's, it's, it's on um, your local video show. And I'm like, wow. People are like, yo, that record is hot. Yo, that joint is crazy. But, you know, I would never say anything and be like, okay. I was like, well, what you think about that record? Oh, that record, they, that, that artist is fire. I'm like, oh, okay. Okay. A lot of people do not give props, give the appreciation and everything to the people that are behind the scenes. A lot of people still mm. think that just because you see the artist, the artist is who, there's a team. <laughs> Well, yeah, or there's a, or there's an et cetera. <laughs> no, but I noticed that I'm listening to a lot of stuff and it's catching my ear that Drake was in the same situation at one point in time. And now he's verbalizing it. Like, I'm not going to verbalize it because, you know, it's just not who I am, but he's verbalizing it. But believe me, it, it's, it's hitting home with me that when he's talking about it and he's like, you know, he's larger than life, but he still feels that. Like, I'm like, wow, you got everything. But that's a part that when people say that this music business or this business is you still have that emptiness that you don't acknowledge me. Now, Drake has more plaques than, than, than the dentists have seen, but he still had that piece to him. And then that he, like, you know, you didn't acknowledge me. You didn't even, so I know how that feels. I really know how that feels. And I'm like, I just, you know, I just don't have it in me to say anything, but I do. I, I channel it other ways. I channel it other ways. And sometimes that's part of life because in order for you to get to the next step, unfortunately, some people have to pay their dues. Unfortunately, some people have to be put in positions where you have to be tested, you know, and when you're tested, it's like, oh, okay. Yeah. All right, I got you. I got you. So you, I, I guess I'm gonna have to show you better than I can tell you. But yeah. at the same time, it's just like that. I, again, I'm right there with you. I'm right there with you when you know that society doesn't accept you for what you think they should be accepting you for. Or you don't fit that norm. Mm -hmm. It's like you have to constantly feel like you have to approve yourself on everything you do, even yeah. though you reach a point where you have a recognition, but it's just still, you just feel like you have to keep proving yourself. Yeah, it, it's true. I, I still feel that way. 
I still feel that way. Like, uh, people ask me about, I've never put plaques on my wall until the past three years ago. Never. They've always been on the floor. Uh, or they've been, I didn't take them. Because I feel that it's not that the, you don't get the recognition from the people you want the recognition from. That's, I think, that's where the emptiness comes from. You want it from certain people that will not do it. And then when you don't get it, you feel like, oh, come on, you serious? So, I mean, no matter what you do, you probably won't ever get it. That's what I feel. And I just keep moving. Um, and I channel it other ways. But you feel that, you know, and plus when you give out love to people and you don't get it back, I stop expecting it now. I just, <laughs> I stop expecting it. I just, cause you know, I give a lot. Like I, I'll, yo, I, I don't believe in hoarding information or hoarding like contact or hoarding, but when you give it and you don't get it back, cause it's like, it's, you just gotta take it what it is, you know? It's funny I, to hear that because that's another thing that I know that you and I share because I understand that you're a giving person and yeah. you like to bless people. Yeah. <laughs> I try. I try to do my best because, you know, I feel if God gave me a gift, I want to be able to use the gift before he, you know, he says, I guess you ain't using, you don't need it no more. Um, or you bless other people because that's another reason why I look at what I do because I keep extending. If you heart, yeah, you're going to reach a pinnacle, but I keep extending and that keeps me alive because if I, if I do five things for these people and they say, they say, oh, we're going to get back to you. Here's 20%. Or I do 20 things here. You may not see me here, but that doesn't mean when I don't make music, I'm still getting residuals. I, I, people tell me now, um, I can't get you to be on a record. You cost too much. I said, how do you know that? Because of look what you do. Did you ever ask me? They were like, nah. So how do you know that? I think it's a perception. And like, well, I don't say anything. I said, keep, you know, keep perceiving. And I keep moving. And then they hear me on other records and they think like that artist paid like all this money for me. And I'm like, I don't say a word, but it's 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 hard. It's hard sometimes to like know where you, but I, I'm gonna I'm still gonna continue because at the end of the day, I have to go to sleep. At the end of the day, I have to wake up. At the end of the day, I have to go places and I have to feel fulfilled in myself. Like I want genuine love. I don't want love just because oh you et cetera and you get to do this, you get to do that. Nah, like they invited me to the Latin Grammy Awards. I don't have a um, I don't have a Latin record. But just because they did it, I'm going to find a way to get a Latin record. Come on now. That's an inspiration. That's an inspiration. They, they yeah. already recognize something in you. You know, yeah. let's go back. You you just talked about it. Okay. Um, and you brought him up earlier, Kwame. Yes. Now, you have a story to tell a little bit about that because you just said that. Someone reached out and extended hand to you. Yeah. Kwame did that for you. Yeah. And, you know, you guys have a, a cartoon story, like, you know, the I shake your scratch your back. <laughs> what, what? 
Why are you looking like that? Where, where you know that? <laughs> I don't think that way. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. Because he's a big Spider-Man. Uh, I, yeah. How do you know that? So, um, yeah. I know you guys have a history of, yeah. you know, you guys have a tight history regardless. But at the end of the day, going back to being able to extend your hand out and, and <laughs> you know, you get that twofold back. Like, it's helping people is just so important in this business. Yeah. And if you don't have it here, then it's not, you're gonna, it's going to go over your head. So, give us a little bit of... Uh, not so much, but you can you can tell a little bit of how your ties are with Kwame and how he assisted you. Oh, well, I want to just take it the the honest of it. Um, I have to bring it back to a gentleman named Al. His name is A Sharp. He was in the group. We used to bowl together um, as kids, and one day he stopped bowling with us, and I saw him. I was like, "What happened?" He said, well, I'm in this group now. And I said, what group? He said, Kwame in the new beginning. And I was like, what's that? Because I was still listening to country music. <laughs> I was like, what's that? He said, oh, it's my man from Queens. And he got a deal with um with Herbie Lovebug. You know, you know, the kid in play, the whole salt and pepper. I was like, oh. So they were ready. And I said, oh, it's the dude with the with the with the poker and the hair thing and the hair thing. He was like, yeah. I was like, oh. So long story short, we, you know, Al brought me over there and we sort of like hit it off. So we all became like really, really cool. And I started with like, he started being like family. So I call him my cousin. I know he probably like, stop telling people that. <laughs> I don't care. I'm still going to do it. Right. Um, Because, you know, I, I, I really, he don't really understand what he did. Like he used to bring me places because he was sort of like, new semi new to the game too because he just had the man we all know and love the rhythm was the, like the biggest record then he had only you and i was like mom mom i want to go in a group she was like uh you gotta finish high school so i was like ah so going to his third album nasty he like brought me to the forefront with him um and i was already doing like underground records and i was doing really well but I was like, what's my next level? And I, if it wasn't for him, I probably wouldn't have jumped out into um, commercial music. And he he just brought me places. He was taking me to shows. I was actually doing some performances with him. He was producing some stuff for, for me and my partner. Um, and it just turned into like a whole big thing. And I just felt like we generated. And he sort of like put that, that, evil Knievel motorcycle and just just went and I I never I never looked back and he was like he started with a project and I just completed the whole project myself and even up until now well up until one point in time we did a record together years later we did a record together called Higher which was like bananas it's on um it used to be on TSOB Universal um it went off the chain and he rapped on it and he didn't rap for years, but if you look at higher, he killed it. And then we did a remix that never came out. Um, I'm thinking about putting it on this album as a bonus track, the remix. I have everybody on it from, you know, his name is now Bobby from Rockaway. I won't say his other name. Um, Bobby from Rockaway, um, 
Skanks, the Rap Mortar, um, UG, Sonya Blade. I got like some of the, I took everyone, like you said, I took people from different genres of the world that I knew, put them, mishmashed them on his album, and then Kwame ended it. And it's it's an incredible record, but I never, never got a chance to release it. But he he did a lot for me. He did a lot. I don't think he realized what he did. Even though he gave me a hard way to go, a hard way to go. Um, but he did a lot. He did a lot, really a lot. And I appreciate him so much for that. And see, and that's the reason why I wanted to make sure that we talk on that because a lot of people, again, it goes back to being under, understand where you're coming from in order to understand where you're at, because you don't just wake up one morning and get a deal. People have to help you. Some people don't want to be acknowledged in the forefront. They don't want to be publicly acknowledged, but at the end of the day, we're all helping each other at some point. Mm -hmm. And it's for me, and that's the reason why I always hear the candy show, I always make sure that I give my thank yous publicly to those who helped me get where I'm at because I couldn't have done this without a team or without anybody encouraging me or yes. anybody being able to pass this person or connection or anything along. And so that's why it's so important with me. And, and when I listen to other people's uh, background stories, I like to hear those stories because that's how the candy show operates. Wow. Yeah. I appreciate that so much. That is you, br you, br you bringing out emotions in me. Like this is not like a regular interview. It's like bringing up this, you know, like, oh, God. <laughs> so I'm trying to keep, like, I'm trying to keep that Ellen DeGeneres interview face on, like, it's not staying. It's not staying too long. Well, I appreciate that. And that's why I like to do the candy show, because just maybe you don't know, but for those who may be watching, the candy show is a platform to help others. And I'll get to that here shortly. But okay, uh, sure. you have a lot of stuff, and I just want to make sure that we talk about it. I told you, we're, we're not on no time limit. But, you know, you have a product on your head right now that has your name on it. Which, which one? What, what do you have here? Oh, <laughs> I, you know what? You gotta stop doing it. I, I, I gotta be prepared for this. No, yeah, I gotta be prepared. Um, these are um the the V motor headphones, um, etc. Design V motor headphones. Um, this was a joint venture. Well, they they allowed me when it was first coming out. They allowed me first. It was Steph. Um, Steph Curry did it. And then I forgot the other person. Then, you know, I reached out and said, I'm there. It was like, well, we wouldn't have reached out to you. I'm glad you reached out to us. And they were like, come, you know, come. So I flew to LA and me and my former manager, we um we sat down with the team and they were like, we'll we'll design the headphones um and we'll sell them. And what they did was they sonically created headphones because it's a it's a wonderful headphone line. Vmoda, um, they don't get the recognition that they should. And I wanted to like keep promoting and keep promoting it, but I didn't want to overstep my bounds. Mm -hmm. But you have you can order the et cetera headphones. They they I mean I'm not trying to compete with any headphones. I'm just saying that these are like I've been in studios a long time, and these are like one of the most sonically sonically sounding headphones that i've had in a long time and i don't um i don't use anything else honestly right now i don't use anything else I've, for the past three and a half years nothing else 
So when you see the et cetera brand on there, it knows that it's me and I rock them and they've sold, they've sold. I have different colors. The, the main color is the black and gold. Um, then it's red and white. And then it's like all crazy colors. Cause that's what I'm about. I'm about colors. As you can see, I wear yellow, I wear orange. I wear all types of crazy colors um, because that's just who I've been most of my life. And I'm not gonna change now, it don't make any sense. Um, but yeah, this was one of the brands that I really, 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 really put my all in behind. It's like commercials about it. You know, big shout out to everybody that has a pair, et cetera, if you have headphones. And I know it, put like this, they never was returned. So I know they're good. Oh, so okay. studio DJs have them, um, you know, big shout out to, you know, DJ La Mega from, you know, he, he, uh, he's a Latin DJ. He has. I was like incredible. We 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 cooking like all to, all walks of generate all walks of life. Seemed like they bought a pair, and I you know just keep rocking. I I I love it. Those are those silent things that happen when nobody's looking. Let's talk about something else. We're gonna switch the gear here. Okay, you ready to play a game? Oh God, hold on, <laughs> hold on, hold on. Let me put the hold on. <laughs> it's actually gonna be really fun no nah, I'm, I'm ready i'm ready i'm cooking i'm ready okay so yeah. this is crazy because i'm gonna do something that i've never done before so i've been saying that for years huh? i've been saying that for years <laughs> well this for real is it it really okay. is um this is going to be something that's really new and fun to me that I'm going to continue to do. But okay. what I'm going to do is I am going to screen share. But when I do, let's see, let's see, let's see. Please don't show any old pictures of me performing no at, the, way. At, the, at the Muse. No way. All right. Okay. Can Mr. you see that? <laughs> okay. Yes, I can. Okay. That is dope. I got a screenshot that. Hold on. That's a screenshot right there. Will you go ahead and screenshot and let me know? I have a screenshot already. I did it like twice already. All right, all right. So this is a game. I gotta get the one where it, I gotta get the one where it show your legs. <laughs> let well, me hold on. Give me a minute. You know, see what Let me come around. Let me come around. One, two, three. Uh oh. Got it. Okay. <laughs> All right. This is a new game. So yes. as you see, it's a wheel and I'm going to spin the wheel. And for each one of the tabs, there will be something that you will need to do. Okay. So we have okay. four tabs here. You see me. Yay. Yeah. Do you see yourself? Yes, I do. You will see a red tab that says envelope. And that means yes. that once it lands on that, there will be something in this envelope and the fourth tab what is that so that is if you are not well i'll tell you about it ready oh my god hold on <laughs> what what <laughs> i do click 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 to spin or press control enter yeah oh, i could do it no i can't i'm gonna be the okay one Okay. But do you see what's in the middle? You see the candy show? Logo? I see that. Yes. I see the logo and everything. Awesome. Awesome. Okay. All right. I'm going to spin it. You ready? Yes. 
Okay. This is so cool. Okay. So that was rigged. That was rigged. Really? <laughs> Not guy. It was that guy. See that confetti? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah, tech person is crazy. Hey, thank you, thank you, thank you. All right, so it landed on you. So what I need for you to do is you need to tell us. I don't see me anymore. Right. Got but it. you saw that it landed on you, right? Yes, I did. Yes, I did. Right. Okay. So what you need to do is tell us one of your most, you have two choices, embarrassing moment or a fan moment. Neither one of those is um, PG-13. Okay. That is up to you if you want to modify it. Not All right. All right. Um, my most embarrassing moment? Oh, a fan moment. Your most memorable. All right, you you want me moment. you want me get you want me to do a fan moment? I do a fan. Does it have to be PG thirteen? No, let's see. All right, all right, a fan moment. Um, I was, I was. I'm not gonna say where was that, but we were performing live. Um, I don't know how this this per this this fan female fan got backstage. Um. But, you know, it was a wonderful show. I mean, I've been impressed myself at that time. Because some shows, I'd be like, ah, you ain't do that good, kid. The other shows, they'd be like, oh. Well, she came back and she's like, you touched me. You touched me. You really touched me. She said, um, I don't usually do this, but I know how fans, you know, fans are groupies. And groupies always want to go back to the room. But you, when you came in there, you, you, you did, you know, you, you spoke to me. And you, you rhymed in front of me. And I remembered her, but I don't remember what she did. She said, you make me feel like, like a new woman. And I'm like, oh, okay, that's great. You know, I, that's way she says, I'll let you do it. And she said, you, you, I'll even let you give me a, you, you can give me a loose leaf. What's that? Right. She said, I'll let, I'll let, she said, I will let you do a loose leaf. No, I will let you do a loose leaf with me. Okay. <laughs> what is that? Right. Now I thought I'm, I, now I'm an adult and I said, hey, I've been, I've been, you know, this globe is big. I, I've been some places and I didn't know what she was talking about. And she said, oh, you don't know what a loose leaf is. I'm like, No. And do you want me to keep going? Keep going. So she said, all right, what is a loose, you know what loose leaf paper is, right? Oh, you're talking about, um. Like loose leaf paper. You know, you have had, you read in school, you write on loose leaf paper. Oh, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. She said, I said, loosely, she says, yes. So let me ask you questions. She said, how many holes does a loose leaf have? <laughs> Are you asking me that question? Yes, I'm asking you the question. How many holes does a loose leaf have? I don't know, more than two? It's, it's, it's three. So, all right. She said, you made me, she said, you made me feel so good. You could do it in all three holes. Wow. I, see, I, that must have been the reason. It went over my head because I'm in Indianapolis, Indiana. I don't know about Right. That. You said you, you said you wanted it. That's, that was, to me, that was a fan. And a most embarrassing moment. 
Oh, okay, I had to figure out how many. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, well, that was a good story. That's a good story. Okay. All yeah. right. Moving on, we're gonna click it again. You want to spin the wheel again? You sure? Yes. Okay. Oh boy. Envelope. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. So you may and may not be able to see this because you, do you see it? Yes. What does it say? I see the envelope. I don't see what it says. No, you you can't let me. Thirty thirty dollars. Yes. Okay. Oh. So you win thirty dollars. Send me a cash app, and you win thirty dollars. Or however you. <laughs> Listen. How about Zale or something? <laughs> no. How about that thirty dollars goes to some kid in in Indiana for their school school lunch for the week. Donated okay. by me. That's good. I like that. I like that. Yeah. I like that. Because it's probably some kid. It's it's kids around that I know that we you know. That like I've been in LA and I've been on Skid Row. I mean, I've been around the world of some things, but I went to LA and I went on Skid Row. And it's literally was actually five blocks from where they had the Grammys at. And we just went past there and it's like three blocks of homeless people from, well, really four, but it's like from towers. And I got out the car and whatever money I had in my pocket, I was giving out everybody in the car. We stood out and gave out money on Skid Row in, in LA. And I was so shocked that they have a whole section of LA dedicated to that, that I was like, this can't be happening. Mm -hmm. So, and it was kids, kids, adults, men, women, children, um, dogs was even out there. So I'd rather take that $30 and give it to a kid to show that somebody, you know, and say it's for me. You can show my picture. You can say this artist gave it to you. This was donated directly to whoever you feel is need needs it. I like that. I definitely would do that. Thank you so much. I appreciate right. that. All right, we have two more options. Let's go. Okay. okay. You 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 refuse to let it land on candy, but I got you. <laughs> All right. Now, with this option, do you, let's see, are you on your phone or are you on the computer? I'm on a computer. All right. So I want you to get your phone okay. and okay. pull up my YouTube page, Candy Productions 2. Okay. Let me go. Where we at, guys? If you are looking at us on YouTube, guys, thank you so much. I have multi award winning artists songwriter oh my gosh and so much more etc we're, we're right here we're playing this game and he's got it okay like we're right here stay tuned guys candy production all right got it i need you to subscribe and hit your notification hold on hold on get i had it on here what is candy production okay capital tell me the capital c candy what? productions and the number two Oh, that's what it was. I messed up. Sorry. So it's CC. No, it's Candy Productions of the number two. 
What? Capital C Productions and the number two. You'll see the candy. You'll I see got the it. candy logo. I done. Yeah, I got it. You subscribed? Yep. Okay. I'm hitting both of them. All right. Now, the last option is me. And so now, your task is, is that you have to tell me a rhyme. But you must mention my name. Wow. Haven't done that in a long time. Um, candy, candy, bofanny, banana, fanna, fofanny, that feed five for any candy. <laughs> oh my gosh. All right. That's a good one. That's yeah. a good one. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. So, how did you like my game? That was a good game. I, yeah. I thought you were gonna do something up, but that was a good game. I think you should do that all the time. That okay. that 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 it's, it should be called on the spot. Okay. Yeah. I like put, it. Because it's put me on the spot, but it was dope. I okay. thought you could say something else. I'm I apologize for my my most embarrassing moment and my fan moment, but <laughs> no, but see, that's okay though. You know, at the end of the day, you know, once again, it's the candy show, it's raw, it is natural, it is real, unscripted. So I didn't take too much from you, did you? You weren't too scared, were you? Yeah, I was the first one, yeah. Cause I that I'm still embarrassed by that. Cause I feel like she just, just took me back to infantile. I was like, loose leaf. What is that? And I, you know, I was like, yo, I am not growing up yet. <laughs> I'm not growing up yet. Oh my god. But you know what? Those are those types of things that happen, and and you know, that's one of those moments. I'm sure that you're like, oh my gosh, I can't believe this happened. Okay, let's talk about some other things you're involved in. You're a brand ambassador. Yes, I'm the global brand ambassador of her Lamborghini Champagne. Okay. So it's myself, Nick Cannon, and Jerry Wonder. Okay, I'm gonna need to get some of that. Oh yeah, that's it. Yes, yes, I'm definitely <laughs> gonna need to get some of that. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I didn't know. You know, that's one of those things where, um, where they say. Just because you're quiet doesn't mean you don't make noise. Well, I ain't even gonna lie. I mean, I I like champagne. I like you do? wine. Um, during the pandemic, I haven't been drinking too much just because it is the pandemic. So mm. hey, you know what's the purpose? I ain't gonna do them but go to sleep anyway. So <laughs> yeah, but you, <laughs> that's what the purpose is. You in your house, you drinking, you go to sleep. But it's also wine. I I couldn't be a part of like um, hard liquor just something that's more like bubbly and more um, soothing. That's as far as I can go. Talk and plus, you know, go ahead. Plus it's Lamborghini. Lamborghini, um, it was a conversation we, about it. Could we converse back and forth? And they told me why they chose me or why I was gonna be chosen. And I was like, no doubt. So just when you think that people are not watching, they're watching. I'll leave it at that. Go ahead. You are so right. You are so right. Yeah. So. And now you have your children, if you don't mind. Yeah. Your children are talented. Yeah. They, yeah. Yeah. Depends on what talented means. Well, I have to tell you. Okay. Now, I know you put your, your, your daughter is on your Instagram. Yes. Okay. 
So when I looked at the Instagram, I was like, oh my gosh, she can sing. She's yeah, like, she can. She's really good. I checked back on an old interview of yours. She was about 15. And mm. she was asked to sing. And I'm not even going to lie. When I heard it, I said, oh, shit. <laughs> she at 15. Yeah, yeah she, can, she can sing. She can sing. She can really sing. Yeah. I really like, oh shit. Yeah. <laughs> like I did. I was like, I had to say that because you don't expect certain things. When you hear people can sing, but she did, she wasn't, ooh, boy. Yeah, it wasn't those uh bless bless your heart type jokes. <laughs> it was like, oh my gosh. Man, what, what yeah. what's going on? Are you uh managing her? Are you well? My my daughter, she sings very well. Like she sings, um, she sings for um she sang back up for Yolanda Adams. She sang, um, she sings for a choir, she sang for um what I forgot what she said. Oh, she sang, uh, what was his she sang at this event. I forgot his name. It just it, he's an actor, but they he has sponsored this event with another group of people. She she killed it. Um, so she gets recognized a lot for her voice. Um it's just that when it comes to her and I, as far as production wise, I have to give her over to someone else because what I don't care what I do. If I say you're not at this key, oh, daddy, you, oh God. and I'll be like, but I'm just anybody else I can say it to, but I'm not just because just it's coming from me. So I let, you know, someone else go, okay you can do this. She doesn't even let me hear anything that she does. So she's going to be on my new album. She's going to have, yeah, I'm going to, so I put you like this. I can't be there when she sings it. So I just have to get it later and be like, okay, change this, change this. No, 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 lead this, lead this. And let, and I have to go through different people back and forth and studio wise. So I can't be in a studio when she does it. Um, but she's talented too, because she also, um, she was going through something where she had a, she wasn't really confident in her body and, you know, her size. And she said, daddy, I feel, you know, so I had to deal with that. And I was like, so I had to come out of et cetera mode and come in daddy mode. And she says, daddy, you know, um, I don't know what I'm gonna do. So I, she said, what, so she said, Daddy, what size should I be? I said, you should be that size. And what size is that? I said, your daddy size. That's the size that you are. And then with that, we said, I we developed a project called the K-Marie Project, right? That's her nickname, K-Marie. So we developed the K-Marie Project. And I said, what do you want to do? So she had this thing where she didn't like clothes and clothes. She didn't like, like um, certain clothes. So I said, you know what we can do? We can go design our own clothes for you. So I used to get her like socks with her face on it, t-shirts. We used to go to the sewing people and sew clothes that fit her, like they do body, you know? And I was like, okay. And then it just manifested into, I think she was like, do you, I'm a do me. And I was like, so why don't we just trademark this thing called do you boo? And she was like, we did it. And then it became a clothing line. And in 19, 2019 in November, we launched the clothing line um at the store called the spot in brooklyn 
um, we linked up. I was doing an interview and they were next door and it's in like um, City Point Mall downtown. It used to be the old Albee Square Mall. And she started off with hoodies and um, T-shirts, you know, just to see what it go. I said, let's do easy. But, you know, me, I'm over the top. I'm not going to give you just hoodies and T-shirts. So I gave hoodies, extra soft hoodies, extra soft cotton, and everything glows in the dark. Ooh. The whole thing. She got a hood. I'll, I'll show it on here. I'll, I'll pull it out. She had hoods with the glow in the dark. She has a logo. I said, what animal do you feel that you more you're like? So she found said, I'm more like a fox. So we trademarked the fox. It's that her logo, the Camry Project. So it's like, it became like a craze. And I was like, so she was interviewed on CBS because in her first day, she sold out. She sold out every day since then. The pandemic hit and she still did it. Um, and now she's sold in one of the largest malls in New Jersey called the American Dream Mall. She has a whole wall that says the Camry Project. She has a situation with Savosky Crystals. She's linked up with um, a young lady named Tiffany. She's actually one of the main people at um, Sean John that sort of like mentors her. You know, I'm not, I don't know everything. I just say that. So Tiffany mentors her and wherever she can come in. Um, she has a small little team that goes out and handpicks. And now she has her father working for her, which I feel is like, wait a minute, wait a minute. Let's not do this. She said, but daddy, I need you to do X and X. Whoa, 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 whoa. I'm et cetera. She says, you was my father before he's et cetera. I said, actually, that's incorrect. I was et cetera before I was your father. Oh. So let's get it right. So, but yeah, she has like these, she has wonderful clothes. Like she has custom made shorts with Savosky crystals designed by famous artists that put on like artwork on her clothing. She has like denim, a denim line for jackets that are all like patched up with do you boo and i'm like wow like what is that she said it's an it's called an expression line daddy because i feel that with the glow in the dark that no matter how you feel you should always shine even at nighttime i was like okay so they use that she has the patches she says i'm expressing everything and she has the patches it's all down i've seen some people try to copy but they know that it's the camera project because it's everywhere she has billboards I said, you went from my little baby to billboards. And I it, it, it just makes me feel a certain way that I'm like, wow. And then she still she still sings. So and, and she goes to school, just her school. She goes to Albany. And I yeah, and I go, yo, rock out, baby. Do your thing. And she gets a lot of, she gets a lot of um, she gets a lot of um, it makes her feel good inside. I said, you have your own business. It has nothing to do with me. I mean, I work for you. I just don't get a 1099, but I, you know, you know, but I help her. And I, you know, I think every every parent should try to encourage. I mean, don't don't go as drastic as I do. It's just me. But every parent should try to encourage their children. I mean, these kids need as much encouragement as possible. And I just do what I can. I mean, my mother gave me everything. My grandmother gave me everything. So I mean. I'm not going to let it stop here. And, you know, only thing she didn't do was let me go on tour when I was 16. She said, no, you're going to finish high school. Cause if you don't finish high school, it's going to be a problem in this house. 
I'll tell you what, the, and, and the thing about it is that while education is so important, it's just as well, it's important with the females, the young women, when you look at social media, social media is something, it's a mess, it's a mess. And when I say that, it makes even someone of my age sometimes look like, no, no, that's not, that can't be what I'm supposed to look like, you know, things like that. And so image is so important yes. in, in this business, as you know, but then at the end of the day, I always look at like this, listen, there's no one perfect. And then if you look at what's on social media, a lot of it's fake. <laughs> so, well, you know what it is? It's, I, I take it like this. It's all entertainment. It's all entertainment. It's all smoke and mirrors. Um, but I believe in whatever makes you feel good. It's not too many things in this world that make you happy or make you feel good. So if that makes them feel good, you know, I'm all for it. You know, at the end of the day, you have to understand, you know, like music artists, there's people out here that aren't quite, you know, on the same mental track. And you have to be understand that. And you have to understand what you do. Every action is going to get a reaction. So if that... And let me, clear, let me clear it up. When I said fake, I'm, I'm talking about when we're talking about the young women and looking at what social media or you, you can take social media out of it. Social social media is just a part of it. When you're going to a concert, when you're going to the mall, heck, when you're going to school and you see all the popular girls and what they have to, what they look like and you look totally opposite, that's just, that's, that's just not good for your self-esteem. Uh, self and so it's, again, I know all about that. I stopped thinking I don't have to look like, you know, I, I don't have to look like everybody else. That won't make me different. How can you differentiate me from a bunch of people that looks the same? So I understand that. And just like her, your daughter, I look at my body and I talk about how, okay, um. I'm, I'm proportioned this way, I'm proportioned this way, right, right. all this other stuff. So going in and doing her own design, I think, was a very good idea. Because you yeah. can now have someone want to wear what you have. And you can wear whatever you want to wear that's comfortable for you. Because it was and made by you. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she, she does. She says that. She says, Daddy, um, I never understood how many people feel or felt the way I did because she says her story she doesn't say go buy my clothes go buy my clothes she just tells her story and people buy her clothes based on her story and I'm like what about the feel they like you don't understand that little girl touched my heart mm -hmm. she she was 17 when she started she's now 19 that little girl touched my heart are you crazy anything she puts out I'm buying I'm like but it doesn't doesn't make a difference for her to do this and still say this and still say that and still say this, I'm like, okay. Like, what am I supposed to say? But let me just backtrack a little bit. I'm glad you said that about why should I? That's how I felt as an artist. When I built that confidence, why should I be like this person? Because everybody likes that person. Why should I be like this? That's why when people wear like black bubble gooses, I was wearing yellow bubble gooses. They were like, oh, you gotta be the art ball. But you know what? That's what makes me me. When I rhyme, everybody rhyme like this. I rhyme like this. Now, don't get me wrong. I wrote for artists that wanted to rhyme like you, 
but I never did. And I did write for artists that rhyme differently, that you, you know, that's rocking. But I've always wanted to be different. Like I can't, I just don't feel comfortable in my skin trying to be like someone else. It's hard for me. It's very, very, very hard for me. Like, I don't want to sound like you. I don't, I don't care if you don't, I don't care if you don't buy my music. But you got to understand, it's almost a billion people in the world, in the United States, China is a lot differently, but it's so many people on the earth. I have 42 million plus people that want to be like, et cetera. So I don't care if you don't want to be like me. I don't want you to be like me. I want you to take my example and go. Look at Kanye. Everybody talks about Kanye West. Oh, he's this, he's that. I'm like, but Kanye West is who he is. And that's why he is who he is. Mm -hmm. Leave him alone. He's not hurting you. He's not, if you don't want to buy the Yeezys, don't buy him. If you don't want to buy graduation or, you know, other albums, don't buy it. But when you look at those concerts, there's a couple people in them seats. It's not two people in them seats. So when you go to my concert or you go to my show, you may not like me in this in this area. But when you turn that camera around, you ain't got to be there. It probably is no room for you anyway. <laughs> You're going to rock regardless if there's one to 100. One million. I don't make a difference. But yeah. But yeah, I like the earrings though. Oh, thank you. I like the big poops always. It's that Jody Watley in me, you know? That's the oh, hair. you took it. Oh, uh, what? You was about to say that. <laughs> you took it there. Uh, Come on. Yes, Jody. Jody Watley. If I can stick a whole fist through, it's really big. So <laughs> you can um, stick two, you can stick two fists through there. Yes, yes. Now we touched a little bit about it, and I know again. Yeah. You have a lot and I want to make sure that we get into it because I'm the type of person that like to hear people's backstories. Yeah, yeah. Um, the film music producer. Ooh, supervisor, film music supervisor. Executive, executive, whatever they call it. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's, it's called a music supervisor. Mm-hmm. And it's a, I did it, then I did the soundtrack, the executive, um, executive soundtrack producer. Yeah. Man, I mean. It sounds like once you opened up your lane and you were discovered, recognized for your talent, whether you're ghostwriting and then you decided to branch out into your own, most people don't realize that once you get in the right place at the right time, doors will open up for you. Yes. And uh, is that how that part of it came along? Uh, Because I know you act too. Well, I, I try, I try, but this the part of acting where um, there's parts that came in. Um, there was a movie called Black Heart that I started off as an extra, and all I wanted to do was the music. But the lead character didn't um, didn't come through, so I I stood in, and then I did. I guess I did a great job. I mean, it it, it won like multiple awards, so I ended up becoming the lead the lead character. And then um, I um, I did the soundtrack for it. That was my initial initial reasoning for doing it. Um, I ended up contributing to other movies, but the ones that that have my name on it is Blackheart, um, 
um, Bare Knuckle Brawlers, which last year got recognized in the Oscars. Um, that's another thing. I, I wanted to get the Oscars, but it didn't get, you know, it didn't happen. But hey, God, listen, I mean, they talked about me. That's all I care about. And next year, I have the opportunity to do it again. And I really thank that. I really thank the Academy for allowing me to even become somewhat in the runnings. Mm. You know, um, like I said, an African-American kid from Brooklyn now stepped forth and I actually got to the Grammys and actually got to touch the Oscar. Listen, I mean, what else could you ask for? Um, I also did a movie um, called Paying Mr. McGetty, which went through the roof. Um, I did the, I was a music supervisor um, and I did the soundtrack. It had myself, it had Kaya Jones, it had Tony Williams, it had Kanye West, it had, I mean, it was incredible. We had, I, 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 that blew out the water. I was just like happy and it came out and, it, and people, it's streaming now, it's still streaming. Bare Knuckle Brawlers is still streaming. Um, you know, there's a movie that's out now called Moth, um, streaming now that's doing phenomenal. And I did the, I was the executive, I did this music supervisor. So I said, I'm going to keep rocking. Um, they even, you know, they off, they gave me, and I can't say they offered me anymore. I have it. I have a film distribution deal. I just don't have a film to distribute, right? <laughs> yeah. I just haven't gotten around to that part of my world yet where, you know, I wasn't going to turn it down. It was a good deal. I wasn't going to turn it down because, you know, if God puts things in front of you, you never know when they'll not put it back. So I took it and I said, listen, somebody will benefit from this blessing that I have. So I just, you know, I got to have a film and I got a production, the whole film production. They, I have part of their team. They said, you really don't understand it, but I have part of their team. Um, so I've done I've done a couple movies. Um, Moth is the latest, and Moth is out. I have oh man, that soundtrack is in. You thought I did that? I do the soundtracks like I do albums. Um, so if you ever get a chance to look at the Moth and and look at the soundtrack, um, Bare Knuckle Brawler soundtrack was more. I took like a lot of rock. I did like hip hop rock, and that's the song that got um, accepted by the Oscars called Brawler. Um, produced by Morocco, Phenomenal Turner, Phenomenon Turner. Um, but then I did Moth, which is also produced by Franchon Corbett and um, Phenomenal Singer. I mean, she is like blazing off the chats. Um, we, um, we, I mean, I, I thank God for everything. I mean, I, I think for even from the smallest to the largest, I just thank God, you know, if you thank God for waking up in the morning, believe me, I thank God for going to sleep at night and everything in between. And he's blessed. He's blessed me. So why live life to the fullest? I mean, so this movie soundtrack is just another step in et cetera, Chronicles, you know, and um, you, got, you got, you know, make it happen. If I could bless somebody, they got a movie, someone has a movie out there that's just sitting in their can and, you know, I could have someone from my team look at it and if it fits the mold, Listen, it could be out there. And I'm actually looking for an animated movie right now that I'm going to do. Um, I just, you know, I haven't gotten around to it. But if it if it if it if it rears up, that's it. And you know, I just do the soundtrack. I'll knock that out in like six heartbeats because mm -hmm. I really like Soul. I like um, Mulan. 
you know, those, those things, Disney movies really, you know, inspire. So I always want to have one of those that inspire and make you feel good. Do you make music that everyone can hear? Because um, I, I, I don't seem like I hear a lot of uh, hardcore lyrics from you. Hardcore? Yeah. Like I don't hear a lot of cursing or I don't hear any. Tell us about that. If I'm not mistaken, I don't hear. I don't, I don't think I've heard anything in your music as far as <laughs> you mean hardcore what I mean like yeah really? like well you're not cussing or anything like that are you mm -hmm. you're not cursing yeah mm -hmm. see that that's listen <laughs> no i mean i say every now and then you know on emotional records but predominantly i don't i don't really curse on on records i don't believe because for for one reason i didn't curse before because i i want people to hear what i have to say i do a lot of wordplay I, cause I'm, I'm very good. Like in this whole music business, I ended up getting my bachelor's and my master's. So yeah, I paid for it. And I, I figure I have other words that I can use, you know, that's equivalent to curses that are not curses. So, I mean, it's a whole thesaurus, a whole dictionary. There's words, you know, I, Hey, you know, there's medical terminologies that can, you know, so I, I feel I have a whole bunch of words. So if I feel I have to curse, it's because it's that moment of that song. Mm. Um, but normally when it's songs that's related to like women, you'll never catch me saying B-I-T-C. You'll never catch me saying H-O, none of that. Mm. I won't do it. I just won't. I don't care what they say. I don't care what sells. I'm not doing it. Like, I don't say I had a girl in the back of my car. I, I, it's not serious. You don't need to know all that. I don't talk about money. Because first of all, the IRS could be listening. So I don't mean, <laughs> I'm from Brooklyn. I, none of that. Um, I think music should be inspirational. I think music should be diverse. I think, you know, plus my stepmoms hear that stuff. She'd be like, let me explain something to you about that. I ain't trying to curse and she'd be listening to it. But, you know, they understand. But I want something that, and plus, let's just say, let's just break it down. You gotta pay extra to do an edit, a edited version. I'm not doing an edited version. If I can avoid it, I'll do it. If it's something that come out, I, I'll take the loss. But if I, hey, I ain't paying extra for no edited version when I could just, and that, I don't want that parental sticker on it all the time. But so, you know, sometimes they hear things like ass, oh, sticker. I'm like, for real? They say B-I-T-C-H on TV. And I, and I get a sticker for that? They be like, yes. I'm like, whatever. Stick, I just not gonna be vulgar. I'm not gonna be vulgar. I put it like that. I'm not gonna be vulgar. Clean. Yeah, I you know I like Will Smith it. did Will Smith did it. It you can know, be done. It can, it can be it done. Can yeah, it can be done. Yeah, it is what it is. The one thing that I it just for me again, because I'm a music lover, it's just when you hear a song and every other word or every few words, I mean like you're cutting it up on a especially if you hear on a radio. It's like you yeah. man. Yeah, it's crazy. Playing the song. You got yeah. because after a couple of times you edit it out anyway, you already know what they're saying. But it's like <laughs> you edit a song throughout a four, five, six, seven different times throughout a song, just don't play it. Yeah. Like it but just you know. waters down <laughs> the original version. Yeah. I'm gonna take it back and then um I know I know we 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 could be on here all day long, but all I right. just I wanted to give you uh my opinion about some of the songs in your category and your catalog okay go ahead 
So you have a song called Black Dress. Holy crap. Oh, I love that song. I'm not gonna lie. Or listen, I like to be on the runway. I would love to have that as a runway song. Oh well, I, I, thank you for saying that because that might be next time my daughter does a fashion show. That's gonna be the song I play just because you said it. Okay, come on, man. Yeah. yeah, I wrote I wrote that record. Yeah, that record was that record has a story. I'm I hope I hope you're ready for that story. Does it have anybody to do with it? Does it have something to do with a lady, a woman, a, a, a famous woman? Kim? Let me let me Google something real quick while you hit. Somebody put. Yeah, it does. It does. Yeah. 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 I, I don't even think, you know, it's before all of the, I'll be honest with you. It's before all of the, the whoosh came out. Um, I was. My first time on the Grammy red carpet was in 2005. I want to say that. And I, I was, I was, nobody really knew. They were like, oh, this kid got this good record. Okay, let's put him on the carpet. Um, so I walked on the carpet and she was like walking through and they know everybody's gathering on the carpet and she was standing there. And I was like, she looked just like Kim Kardashian. And I was like, why would Kim Kardashian be here at the Grammy? She don't do music. So I was like, so it, after that, I said, that's not her. So I went to another event and she was, they, that, they said that was her. And I said, that's the same girl. And she was like, oh, I can't wait to get out, get out of here and put on my black dress. And I was so amazed by her. I was like, she's really, she's really beautiful. I'll be honest with you. She's really, I know everybody talked, but she's really beautiful. And I was like, wow. And when she said that, I was like, your black dress? I said, what about it? And I know, she, I don't know, she, she talked to me. She was talking to me. She said, oh, yeah, when I get out of here, I could put on a nice black slink dress and I could do this and that, my shoes, that. And I was like, you think you look good in a black dress? She said, yes, I do. I have to. I would love to. I was like, whoa. So I was like, and as she was talking, I was just listening, listening, listening. And um, and I was smelling her. I was like, she smells great. And two things came in my mind. I said, I got to do a song called Black Dress, dedicated to Kim Kardashian, right? Because, or dedicated to her because she inspired the song. She's inspired the song. So uh, I wrote it. And then I got a friend of, my, my, friend of mine, his name is Chester Gregory. He's a Broadway musical star. Like he's done, wow, song. He's done musicals all over. Um, and he has like the most phenomenal voice in the world. Like I've, he has a unique voice. And we share the same birthday. So of course, voila, and he's from the South. So he sang the song and I sort of like did some of the other, you know, singing in it. And that song, like I put, you know what? I know how to pick them. The song did extremely well extremely well i'm not gonna lie extremely well it was produced by a1 productions um and mm -hmm. one excuse me and one productions um and right after that i got offered an opportunity to do a, a, a fragrance mm -hmm. called black dress and i called it black dress and that was actually sold it's now actually i you know it's now sold in brazil only because we we had it was, I didn't know that world, but I did it anyway. I said, freak it. And then we moved it over. 
and it sold very well. And commercials are coming. If you Google black dress fragrance commercial, it comes up. I did a commercial. I, it was out of this world. And it was like very simple, nothing crazy. And it, it, you know, I tried my hand at a lot of things because I figured worst they could tell you is no. But I'm noticing that as you're in that circle, as you say, they let you try it. Because the thing is, you made, I made money for a lot of people because it was like, you didn't care if nobody bought it or not. I said, but I went out there and did my best. And it sold. It sold. I, that young lady that's in a commercial ended up becoming like a, a race car driver actress. She ended up doing whatever she wanted to do, you know? And I she mean, was that, like, that song is hot. I mean, it's one of those model. Like first of the month type songs. Everybody, there's a first of the month, 12 times of the year, and every woman has a sexy black dress. Yeah, they do. The production on that was just dope. That's the reason why I was like, okay, you know what? It might be X amount of years old. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, it was old. That's old. That's old record. But you can like play 10, it right now and wouldn't even somebody know. Yeah. Man, it, it actually went over well. Like most of the records that that I noticed, and I'll be honest with you, the most success I get is from females, even on the hip hop records, female related. Like there's more women in this world than men. So you're talking about just in the females, I sell no less than 2.5. Just female records alone. That's why Ja Rule was super successful. And Ja Rule was a great writer. He's a great writer, but he knew. And I, not that I knew that I've always liked hip hop, R&B music for women. I mean, I grew up with women. I wasn't like intentional. I grew up with women all my life. My, my mother, uh, my grandma's, my aunts, my cousins, they're all women. So I listened and I was like, what you like? What you like? Oh, I like this record. I like that record. Oh my God, I like this record. I like that. Boom, that's what I went to. And I never had like that whole Ja Rule team. But believe me, I didn't go under a certain number ever, ever. But women run the world and I believe it. Whole, I, I believe it. Oh, yes, we do. Yes, we do. <laughs> Uh, I'm just gonna throw out one more other song. I actually have right. a few more songs, but right. um, I'll make it quick. Go ahead. So I, I'm just gonna let you know. So I, I love my music, so that's the reason why I listen. When I do my research, I, I listen. I don't just okay listen to your what what you have coming up. I don't do that. I like to go back again. It goes back to the point of yeah. me understanding my uh, my guest, and um, so actually I have a couple songs. Um, matter of fact, in black dress, if I'm not mistaken, you guys kind of did a little bit of one of my favorite groups. Well, an extension, BVD reference in that song. Yeah, yeah. take a look at me. I was like, what? No, you didn't. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of glad they didn't pick it up, but they probably did, but they just never said anything because when you do it in good taste, it's like they don't say anything. When you butcher a song, that's when they usually say it. <laughs> But I, I, I also said in the interview, like New Edition is one of my, it is, because I didn't grow up in the Jackson 5 era. I grew up in the Michael Jackson era, mm -hmm. right? So, but I grew up in the New Edition. So they were my Jackson 5. Um, so I love New Edition. They could be New Edition, Ralph Tresvant, BBD, Bobby Brown, 
even when Johnny Gill came, I was like, ta-da. Like, I'm I'm a new edition fan till this day. They can make anything, and I don't care what they make. That's I don't care so what they me. make. Oh my gosh, that is so me. That's like one of my yeah. favorite groups. That's when I said one of, but you mentioned Ronnie in one of your songs too. <laughs> I was like, uh, okay, you must yeah. really like the new edition. So I'm glad you yeah. confirmed that. Yeah, I love new edition. I love new edition. They just, I you know. I, I never met them. Like I had multiple, like I just missed them. BBD where they come, like I messed them at one event, another event. And I was going to go back. I told the driver, turn around. He was like, <laughs> et cetera. You can't turn around because you just were there. There was a fanfare. And I said, but new additions there. He says, no, BBD is there. I said, let me explain something to you, my man. And they said, you got to be here by this time. I was like, oh my God. Why did I, why can't I be on CP Tom then? I would have stopped. Let me tell you something. They don't know. I'd have been wilding. I'd have been wilding. Well, I love them for, I'm, I'm, because of the fact that, yes, they're my, that was like my first concert I went to. I mean, to be yes. honest, when it comes to BBD, that was the last concert I went to before the pandemic. Uh, 20, Serious? 2019. Yeah, when they was here. Um, it's actually my last concert. Um, but, oh, wow. The fact is that they have the sustainability that they have had over this long period of time. And I just literally had this conversation and, and I might be wrong at this, but I cannot think of anyone else. And maybe you might know of a group where there was a, a, a group and then you branched out to where that group or other people became such a success. It's just like... I can't, I can't think of any other group. Like they have so many sections, so many branches and every branch yeah. is successful. Mm -hmm. You can't find too many groups, even back then, or those nineties groups, you can't find too many groups where one person outside of that lead person where the rest of them were still successful as well. Right, um, right. It, out in the forefront and not just in the back or, or right, doing right, something right. else. Um, so yeah, I love them for that. Uh, but another song, and I'm gonna say this, and, and and I need you to correct, help me confirm this. Now, did you do a song with Beyonce or was it a song called Beyonce or was it, tell me about that because I don't know if it was maybe you putting your own stamp to something, your own little thing and it was, tell me about that. Cause that was hard to Okay, come okay. On. Well, that, yeah, that was a record that was a collaboration that that song was all right. So there was a company back called SRC. It was under Universal. And I had did a remix for a young lady named Chantel Lane. And Chantel Lane was. Um, she she was a phenomenal artist. I came in front of her. She had the thing called um, T-shirt. Um, and she went on a tour with Beyonce and they told me they played that record. I, I still don't know to this day, but someone sent me and I'll put like this. I can't say the whole thing, but someone sent me a record that you've never heard called backing up by Beyonce. And they were like, we need your verse on this. I'm not going to say. And I was like, me? They were like, we heard this record from Chantel Lane that you did. And I, and I was like, 
okay. I did the whole verse. And as you know, Jay-Z was her, now her husband, but it was like, Jay-Z was, that was it. You can't do nothing if Jay-Z didn't approve it. So as you know, in that record, I put, I'm only on this to Jay-Z get back, right? I respect, I respect Sean Carter, like more than just a rapper. He's a, he, he's a businessman. And I understand like he's, he's, he's a Sagittarius like me. So of course, and he talks like me, smart mouth, just like me. So when that record came, I was like, okay, all right. And I sent it back. Right. And it was through some other people. And I sent it back. All mm -hmm. of a sudden it became Beyonce featuring, et cetera, on backing up. I was like, what? Then ever since then, it was like, that was it. But it was just for that record. It was like a, it was like a, you, you probably never heard of that record. They said it was a UK version. And I did it. And I was like, but everything was through like that whole circle. So I was like, all right, let's see what happens. I said, I didn't, I didn't ask any questions. I didn't ask any, only thing I saw was when, you know, things start happening and stuff start rolling. And I was like, that must be real. So I was like, okay. And then I then I emailed and was like, can I use this record on my mixtape? They was like, sure. But the record was already um it was already released and out for more than two, more than two years, I think. Yeah, it was almost going on two years. So this you can use it on your mix CD as long as your mix CD comes out thing. So when I tell you that record caught on, and that's what sort of like bumped every bumped it up a notch. It bumped it up. No, I can't even say a notch. It bumped it up a couple of notches. See, and I was that, that's the reason why I like the versatility of et cetera, because of the fact is, is that you don't know where et cetera is going to be. You don't know what his pen, yeah. where his pen skills are going to show up at. You don't know what artist he's going to collaborate with. All right. Believe me, you wait to see this coming. Yeah. OK, well, tell me about what's coming. Yeah. No, 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 I can't. I can't because I can't say it until it's there. I don't want to. Oh. I don't pre prejudge. I can't. All, All right. I can say is. um. By Your Side is out right now featuring Trisha Covington. Like, I couldn't say that before. Mm -hmm. I had to say it then. Like, I couldn't say, you know, that, you know, the song is right here. Dance For You featuring, you know, Kaya Jones from the Pussycat Dolls. I couldn't say that prior. You know, everybody's like, how the hell did you get Kaya Jones from the Pussycat Doll? Like, that's like, I said, you don't understand, bro. We don't shoot at the same basket. That's the whole thing. It's like difference. It's like, um, I try to do the most unconventional. And you know, I wrote the whole song and Kai Jones just blessed. She said, I got it. You know, she she's a phenomenal artist. She's a phenomenal person, you know? So I was like, I got you, let's go. She's like, you gonna write it? I, oh my God. I said, yep. Sent it. She was like, I love it. I had um, a homegirl, my name, homegirl, um, Jamel Jones, Tara Jones. We call her Jamel Jones. You know, vocals by Jamel. That's how she's a, she's a, she's a writer for multiple artists like the Chris Browns and all of that. So she actually was my, I call her my autocorrect because when I write it, she goes, no, you got to put this here. I'm like, listen, just make sure I sound good. That's all I ask you. And she did it. Kaya went in knocked it out and the song was history and that's why i'm looking at these little 
little, if you look at all these little things, I got more on the wall over there. Oh, wow. She, she, um, what is it? At? Spotify even recognized it on the thing. You can see it. I don't know if you can see it. I can. I can see it. I can see oh, okay. it. There's 500,000 yeah. 500, or something at the bottom. Yeah, yeah. That was the hardest. The only reason they say you got this, I mean, it's way over that now, but during the pandemic to get to those level of streams was hard as, cause we didn't have everybody out. We didn't have like the teams on it. We didn't have this on it. Everything was computer. Everything was, everybody was like, we didn't even have the, um, the Zooms yet, like really intact. It was like, yo, this the record is out. Go get it, go get it. We was putting on um, promotion. We had like vocal, I mean, we was doing videos. Yo, et got the new record out. Blah, 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 blah. It was crazy. It was so crazy. So the streams is going up. And once we got the rhythm, of the dual records coming out at the same time, we was out of here. But I really appreciate every DJ that played the record, that playing records now. And I believe I coined the phrase, you know, and they said I didn't, but I believe I did. Respect the DJs. Like I, like I respect radio hosts. I respect the podcast. And I don't take anyone, like, when I reached out to you, it's because I was like, the South is rocking. But I honestly have to say, I have to give a big shout out to Monique Nicole, a huge shout out to Monique, because she has a song called um, Red Bottoms and Lingerie featuring Little Flip. And I was like, oh, that shit is crazy, Mo. And we met at a local studio in Brooklyn. And I watched her like over the years. I said, if you ever need me, I watched her, watched her. And her hustle game is serious. And she's a beautiful person. So I was like, anything. So one day it popped up and she was like, candy show. And I was like, so I Googled the candy show. I said, okay, okay, all right. And I didn't know what to expect because I had some stuff for you. And I was like, okay, all right. And then I didn't even say nothing. I just, the team was like, what do you want? I said, put the candy show down. And they was like, the candy show? This is it. Make sure this, make sure you reach out to the candy show. And I will not accept no for an answer. And they were like, how can you say that? I said, if you could get me these other radio stations and this, I want to do the candy show. And they said, um, so soon after that, you hit it back. And it was like, the candy show responded to you. I was like, arrogance. Because I didn't know what was going on. I thought you were going to tell me, hell no. I don't like you. You got too many colors on. You ain't you ain't the junk. You only sold 500,000. You, you, oh, you only got 25 million. I'm like, because, you know, certain people say certain things and they like, but they like across the board, like iHeart's like his 25 stations, um, his DJs is playing it. But my whole thing is, I don't feel that, you know, I'm trying to be as unconventional as possible. I want to go to every station that will accept me. Like, I don't want the stations that accept because of, okay, you got the new hot record. I want every station to accept you because, you know, you want it. And I put, I say, let's be humble. One of my biggest things I talk on my squad is humility. Like humility. I am, I would like to reintroduce, introduce or reintroduce you to me. 
they were like, you, that is dope. Could we use that for, no, no, no. Nobody else. That's my lingo. And I really appreciate it. You don't understand, Ken. You don't understand. I've been preparing for this for about seven days. I've been, I've been personally on the text with you. I was like this. I ain't let nobody touch it. I said, no, I got it. I got it. Send me this again. You got it? Here's the picture. You want me to do the, I do the drop? Yeah. I, da, 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 da. I said the same drop I did right here in my writing room. I was like, I'm going to do the drop. And I just want to let you know that um, there's a company, we're doing a, um, a tour. We call it the All or Nothing Tour. And I'm going to let you know right now, preliminarily, I have Father Goose. And, he, you know, like I told you, he's a um, family music artist. He's formerly at Playhouse Disney. And um, he's on it. Um, UG from the Cellar Dwellers. Um, um, what's her name? Um, not MOA. Um, Sammy Constantine. She's from Sydney, Australia. Huge artist. Um, Ray Vaughn, which is a reggae artist. He's the um, him and Shaggy. Um, he did a song with Shaggy. Um, there, he's on it. And we're actually gathering more. I'm on it, of course. And it's going to be streamed live. And they're going to actually take it on the road once we finish streaming it. And I want to make sure that I now that I'm that we have the candy show. We're going to try to make it out to Indiana and see exactly if Indiana will say, OK, you know, and we're going to make sure the candy show is live. Well, I appreciate you. Thank you so you, much. You don't, don't make me cry. Don't make me cry because um, I will. I, you know, I just have to say when you reached out and you mentioned about Tony. Oh, yeah. We can talk about Tony. So it's crazy because... What about Tony? Tell me about what you know about well, Tony. Well, well, the, the comment that was made, yo, you promoted one of my favorite comedians. That's yeah. what was, you know, communicated. And I'm like, oh, wow, that's cool. And then I'm, you know, doing my research and I see he wasn't just a favorite comedian to you. He's your people's. And I was like, oh, that's why he said it. But when I posted that with Tony, it was just to help this local venue help promote the show. Knew nobody, didn't know him, wasn't working for him or anybody for that matter. And I just wanted to use my platform to promote someone else's show. That's wow. that extended hand. And so when I was like, oh, wow, when you said that, that's great because at least somebody noticed it. But looking more down into your profile, I was like, wow, this says something, you know, and, and, and this is why the candy show is what it is. And I know you mentioned Indianapolis, Indiana on a recent interview, which was, again, telling my partner, I'm like, this is this is like this is those things where you don't. You, you pay attention to those signs. And that's what I paid attention to because I like your um your your angle. You don't just want to hit the major markets. You want to also hit those smaller venues, those smaller areas yes. where, like you said, you want to be known everywhere. So you can't just not give love to those cities. Yeah. It was crazy. You mentioned Indianapolis, Indiana, and I was like, oh, this is this is me. <laughs> yeah, but I'm gonna let you know, like we, like I'm, I'm, a, I'm, my, my family. I can say I can't say I'm from, but I, I have, I have, a, I have residents. I'm from Dalton, Alabama. So Dalton, Alabama, Dothan, excuse me, let me say it correct, doesn't have a lot going through there, right? You may go to 
like, you know, other states like, you know, um, Mississippi, you know, you have the larger states that people want to go to because it's the crowds and everything, but you don't understand that those people got to travel for hours or miles to get to those cities and then travel back home. My thing is, why can't I go to these five local towns, show that love? They may not know me. I may not know them. But you talk about, if you look at my history, it's like some of them ask me, why do you even come to this little local town? I said, for the same reason why you live in this local town. You know what I'm saying? I come, and believe me, there's like dirt roads that we drive on. They'd be like, oh, they show you more love than some of these big cities, right? Like everybody goes to Atlanta, Georgia. Don't get me wrong. I love rocking in Atlanta, Georgia, but I also love rocking in Savannah, Georgia. It's not as big as Atlanta, but Savannah, you talking about, I could have 500 people crammed in one area and screaming out the top of their lungs because that local DJ will play my record 1700 times before I get there and be like, he's coming, he's coming, he's coming. And what I'm going to do for them same local people is I'm like, I'm going to bring all this Lamborghini champagne. But I said, damn, I can't do that because of the legal license law. You know, I said, but you know what? I'll bring promotional stuff and give it out to everybody in the crowd. Do you know the impact that would have on that audience to go and say, let me just download or just let, let me remember that dude? Opposed to if I'm going to Atlanta, Georgia, and they're like, Oh, he's another dude. Oh, he high. Ah, and after you leave, like two days later, it's like another group coming through. I may be the only group. I may be the only artist that come through that little town for the next, what, three to six months. So that's how, and even with Tony, Tony, and the bringing back to Tony Rock was when I did the song that featured Tory Lanez, Tony was out promoting that record before the record label was. Tony was out talking about that before the record label was. He was on DJ mm -hmm. Nina and I and talking about it. When he go does, he had a show on CBS called Living Biblically. That's a friend that goes out, talks about your music when he's on his run. So when I talk about his run, when I talk about Tony, I may not know all of his runs, but I speak about how much I appreciate Tony Rock. I appreciate how much he's done for just me. Even if you go Google um, the Rock Cypher, it's me, Ramen, backstage at Tony's show with me, him, and Joe Claire. Right? That's something that everybody's like, yo, because you understand something. It's like unsung almost, right? <laughs> but we're not, we're not there yet. <laughs> so my whole thing is Tony goes to like Austin, Texas, not, not really Dallas, Austin and Houston, where they don't give that much, you know, they get love, but they don't get love like Dallas. But we go to Austin and Houston, Texas, and we're like, oh, they're here. You know, I want to hear that sometimes. I want to make sure that when you're performing, I'll perform for 500 people like it's a million people that love you. And, you know, when I did the show at Wyclef in the Miracle Theater in L.A., pre-Grammys, they was rocking. Like, they still text me like, yo, dude, when you coming back? I said, after y'all calm down with that, that, that COVID, y'all know how to act out there. Oof. Yeah, but I, I appreciate, like, Indianapolis. I mean, you don't have, you're a promoter. 
let's just say, okay, Candy, um, on February 17th, is there a venue down there we can do? And I'll bring some of these people. Tony Rock is actually, he don't know it yet because we haven't solidified it, but he told me anything you want, I got you. He'll host my tour. He'll host the show. Nice. So what do you, how do you not, how do you not, not, you know, I'm like, and if he tells me to come to his shows, I come out when I can. I'm out there. I'm in the front row. Like I'll buy tickets to his show and give them away to people that never seen Tony Rock before. That's what, that's what I believe supporting friendship is about. Right. He made, he could have made my numbers go up. He probably did. And I can't say he didn't because it's not like he had like a ticket, but I go to his show, Master Square Garden. He was doing like the, the theater. I went and bought three tickets because, you know, it kind of sold out because he was on there with Mike Epps and some more and all of them. Mm -hmm. I bought three tickets and I sat in the back and I gave them tickets to somebody else. He was in Albany. I bought two tickets and I couldn't make the show, but I bought two tickets and gave them, told given to people that have never seen Tony Rock before because he supports me. I support him. I will not, not stop supporting him. I know I can't keep up with him because now he's all over the place, <laughs> but so am I. And I just don't want to be, and we're about to do a project together, but I, I don't want it to be like, so when you, when I saw that on there, because I surf for people that, that mess with Tony. I Yo, who's messing with Tony? Who's doing this with Tony? I'm messing me, supporting. I'm like, yeah, yeah. Oh. And that solidified it for me, too. I said, she support. You got my man on this show. <laughs> Just autocorrect that, because I know I spelled something wrong in it. <laughs> and, and do that. I tell my people, do that. Do that. You know that. Because my some of my words may not come out because I'm typing fast. <laughs> you know what? Do it. And they did it. And they was like, yo, she called back. I was like, was it her? Or was it somebody else? Are they playing, spamming? They was like, nah, I think this is her, man. I think this is her. And then I kind of knew it was a real person. Like, listen, put, I sent an email. It's not in the, it's not in the text or in the, in the DM. It's in the email. I was like, got it, got it. Because, you know, it's hard to get on the candy show because you got to fill out a questionnaire and all this stuff. I'm like, Jesus. I, might, I, I almost had to, you know, put my resume up there. I was like, please submit and we'll get back to you as soon as we get a chance to. I'm like, wow. Yeah. I was like, and it had no number, none. It's, it's just, it's no email address. It's just send. And it said, you have submitted, hopefully. <laughs> well, I thank you so much for reaching out to me. Yeah, this um, is you know, you just, you we can go on and on and on throughout your catalog. You have a very good, yeah. diverse catalog. Catalog by your side is out. You yeah. spoke on a tour coming here soon. And well, no, I, I spoke on a tour because the tour is going to be done by Launch Global. We're going to do it live in New York, and okay. then we're going to stream it out to different states. Okay, um, they're going to pick different states, but depending on how it does, well, not depending on how it does. Regardless, um, we want to go out road wise. So we're trying to like see areas in which, you know, like that we would, you know, be well received at. Cause you know, sometimes radio is great, but I really can't go by radio to say, oh, you're popping in the state. 
because as soon as we get on the tour, we might not be popping in that state no more. But I interviews like this will say, listen, you know, we can go like South Carolina. They like you come anytime. We got like we got like four thousand people right now. Always gonna have four thousand. So Indianapolis, let's go. Let's go to Indiana. Mm-hmm. Like, listen, Gary's right next to you. Yes. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So. And then we right next to Gary, Chicago. They, but you know I'm not going to Chicago. They be shooting people in Chicago. I ain't going to. Ooh. Nah. Ooh. <laughs> okay. I'm nah, I, I, I'm going to Chicago. Listen, it is. <laughs> we in Brooklyn. So um, they do the same thing. So it's vaccination or not. You still get it. Um, it just, you know, I don't, you know, they just not letting us do venues and bring people that are unvaccinated into their venues. I mean, I can't tell them what to do with their venues, but they're like, if you're coming, understand, mm-hmm. tell, tell the audience that they have to be vaccinated to get into the venue. Sometimes that cuts down on the audience because they're like, nah, look at it on stream. That's another reason why we're streaming the show. We're gonna do it in one location. We're gonna sell the tickets in New York and then we're gonna stream out because everybody that can't go, we do it. And then we'll, you know, we'll they're doing a, they're doing a, the due diligence right now. Um, big shout out to Teresa, she's on the team. Launch Global, Brian, and all of, and Natasha. They're um, they're doing the due diligence to get us out on the road. But we're gonna have to do a venue, New York, stream it out, see how it works, and go because we 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 are we just don't know who. So believe me, if you get an email saying here's your audience. You know, here's the tickets. I know they have to sell the tickets. They have to. That's just what they have to do. But, um, you know, there's going to be some sponsors. We, you know, they're getting sponsors from all over. And I told them, you know, when you get sponsors, it doesn't have to be $10,000. I said, it could be $200. They were like, but, but, but. I said, let me explain this to you. Once upon a long time ago, I had a friend that had, a, a business and he couldn't get his business out for the world because he couldn't afford a thousand dollars two thousand five thousand dollars and i always said if i get to that point where i ever was on headlining or i might not even headline my own show right if i get chrisette michelle she's headlining if i'm getting veto he's headlining i don't care about headlining but i said i would get I would make it affordable for like everyone that wanted to be a part of it. Like every show, like your your show, your show. Um, yeah, if you want to here, because you should have the opportunity to have the same distribution platform as everyone, because you never know where that venue or that business is going to be next year. And I would tell you the name of the business, but you know, I, I'm still stuck, you know, on legalities but it's not a small business anymore and that's the business is going to put down probably a hundred thousand dollars on the show and be like whatever you want etc and i'm like you know i'm probably not going to ask but they're going to make me they're going to you know volunteer volunteer themselves but um i don't believe in shucking anybody if that's something you want to do you got a logo you spent your time you spent your money um, putting a logo together and you want it out there and it's no other way, I'm giving an opportunity. Like somebody gave me an opportunity. Here, I have a tour. You want to put down 200 on a tour? You'll get the same promotion as if somebody put down five, 600, 700 on a tour. 
Now, I won't let anybody buy my tour out, you know, um, but I won't have contradicting people. Like I won't have two liquors. I won't have two shows. I won't have two this, but you know, I'll give anybody opportunity. And it was like, you're crazy. I'm like, no, I'm not. No, I'm not. I said, I, I've done this multiple times and it's, it never fails, never fails. Oh, big shout out to Goals. If they, if they even listen, Goals clothing line, they, were, they did a sponsor for my tour in Los Angeles and they had et cetera t-shirts with Goals on it that sold. And I was like, yo, they was like, you serious, bro? I like, bro, what you thought this was? He said, I thought you just was like, you know, he said, you got, pla- you, 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 you solidified. I said, bro, just cause you ain't hear me don't mean I ain't there. But thank you so much, Candy. I so much appreciate this platform. And this is like fucking awesome. I mean to say it, I'm sorry, excuse my language. Just fucking awesome. Thank you so much. Uh, You're so beautiful. I'm looking at you. Thank you. Here we go. Nah, we ain't about to start on that. No, <laughs> no it, it, it's, I wanted to make sure that I, I like I said, got to know who you were. Mm-hmm. Um, because I know this is not going to be our last time communicating. Mm-hmm. Ah. You know, and I, and I definitely do believe in saving some things for table conversations and whatever that might be. Um, but going back to two things real quick that we have in common and other okay, two okay, things. Okay. You like pirates. You dressed up as a pirate on Halloween one time. I did too. All you gotta do is just look back through my, my social media and you'll see that. I I, I did. <laughs> I, I looked at your social media. I'm I'm not gonna say anything. I wait, I'll I'll let this be just say it, yeah. I tried to keep my social media, I'm gonna be honest, really low just because um Why? I, I like to listen, if somebody has ten thousand posts, are you really gonna be able to go through that? No, I want you to be able to see who I am and, mm-hmm. and have that intimacy with me. And that's the same thing I do when it comes to following. And I would love to have ten thousand followers, but at the end of the day, we know that not everybody's gonna be following you. They're not gonna be on everything you're doing. And it takes away from being intimate with your followers. That's just me. You're right. You're right. You're absolutely right. That's just me. You're absolutely um, the, right. The second thing you mentioned, the pussycat dolls. I do love the pussycat dolls. Um, I had, you do? I do. So I did back in 2017. I made up a dance routine off of that too. Again, it's on my Instagram. But I will, I'm actually thinking about Hold really on, I'm doing a, it. I'm going to show you. Yeah, I, I'm going I'm to play it right now. Your dance routine? You're not, no, it's, it's it's back in 2017, 26. Matter of fact, I probably reposted something during the pandemic, but it's off of buttons. So I do plan on kind of doing that dance routine again, like a new new thing. But yeah. So we do have some things in common. Yeah. Well, okay. Yeah. Well, I tell my button. Uh uh. Yeah, yeah. That would, see, they could say a song like that is not vulgar. I mean, it's left up to your imagination. Yes. But, you know, that's the type of, well, anyway, I ain't gonna say that. Well, at some point, hopefully, um, we'll be able to get a chance to actually yeah. meet. Uh, I Again, I love the catalog. I, I wouldn't Thank say you. that I, just because it, I'm having a conversation with you. No, that's one thing about me personally. 
set from the candy show because I'm a music lover. Back in the day when CDs were being sold, I had to literally like every, like half of the song, excuse me, half of the album in order for me to buy an entire, uh, an entire CD. So when I get to that point, it's like, wow, I'm looking through your catalog, old stuff, new stuff. And I'm like, yeah, I can rock with this, you know? And, and again. Thank you. Wow. That made me feel, oh my God. Uh, listen, in a few more days, in a couple of weeks, maybe, I'm sure, real soon, you'll see me post something with one of your songs. I, I, can I, I do, can you do a dance routine? <laughs> yeah, so that's what I, I like to do. That's what I like to do. I'll do something. I'll do something. Yeah. I got a lot of overseas, like, like I, I'm, I'm kind of like in Beijing, They in Beijing, they like me, in Zurich, London, um, Paris. France and I get a lot of their little little dance things and they I post them. I'm like, oh, this is so dope to buy your side. I'm like, oh, it's dope. And they put their little stuff on it and they like, you like that? You like? I said, that shit is crazy. Yeah, it's just a, a dance challenge. Is it you have a dance challenge, don't you? Or is it no, no, no? I didn't have a dance challenge. They just dance to it. Like mm -hmm. I, it, like I have to go overseas. Like I really have to go over there. And they're like, you know to all of this but i have to go over there because they play the music um and they like like i have this thing where i wear like this bandana and i tie it up they don't understand that i do that because sometimes i don't you know my moisturizer don't get through all all the way so i gotta be i gotta put it on so the moisturizer could get you know get through the hair it don't it don't flow right sometimes i'm like yo but it, it works better with the outfits and then sometimes I wear like these shades and they go, um, so they started doing it. I'm like, why you do that? That's just, it's like, no, it's cool. Cause if you wear it like this, I'm like, oh, and I wear like a lot of colors and the kids, they wear the colors. One dude dressed up and did something I did. Like I have a jacket that has like sparkles on it. Right. And I wore it to the Grammy Awards and this dude put bedazzlers on his jacket and said, I'm et cetera. <laughs> I said, let me tell you something, bro. That wasn't bedazzlers, but I loved it. I mean, I do I do stuff for for me. I don't really do it for hype value. I do it for me. Like if I if if you know if I go to the Latin Awards, I'm gonna wear some off the wall rocket stuff. They're not gonna they're not gonna understand, you know. And it's not because it's like because what what else you gonna do? You gonna just wear a tuck? Nah, I'm I'm rocking. They lucky I don't wear my um. My glow in the dark shoes with the um what? Yeah. Glow in the dark shoes? Yeah, I have glow in the dark shoes. Like is the whole entire um shoe that way or is it on the bottom that's like that? No, the whole entire shoe is that way. Wow. Well not the bottom is not like that, but the whole shoe is glow in the dark. It's a it's coated in glow in that that coat. It's like a glow in the, yeah, it's crazy. It's like a sneaker shoe, but it glows in the dark. Like I'm trying to get it to where nothing else can do it. Like I wanted a jacket, but the jacket will break apart. But I'm trying to get something else that'll glow in the dark to match it. But I just got the um I took my daughter's glow in the dark thing mm -hmm. and I wear it. So I wear it with the sneakers. See? See, that's that type of one of a kind outfit. One of a kind. But you know what? Listen, I'm gonna tell you what. Mm -hmm. I like how uh I'm not rich by far. So if you happen to see certain outfits again, because I don't have a problem with recycling. 
Like what I just did for the uh, what I just did for uh, Halloween, my little yeah. mouse. First time I've worn it, but at the end of the day, it's not gonna be my last time I've been in the house. So <laughs> you gonna see it? You again. gotta go outside. You gotta right. go outside. <laughs> right. Make your life interesting for you. You're not living your life for anyone else. That's right. You're not living live your life for you, and that'll be it. I live. I live. I live. I live the same way. I make records of stuff that I see, experience. You know, I don't make records just because it's the thing to do on the radio. Like I can be like, oh, shorty, I don't wanna make it, make it hot, hot. You don't wanna, hot. nah, I'm gonna do something else today. And, you know, I like to give people a show, like a show, like you, you'll see, you'll see. Well, I You'll hope see. so. I hope so. And again, that is me again from the patron side. I love shows. I yeah. love those types of things. If I'm spending my money, I want to see a show. Yeah, you have to. You have to show. Well, again, I appreciate your time tonight. I know we have ran way over than probably your normal interviews because <laughs> this is not an interview. It was a conversation. Yes, it was. I'm fine with it. I'm fine with it. Listen. I set aside this whole time. We jumped from three o'clock to seven o'clock to four o'clock back to seven. <laughs> I had the whole day set aside for candy. I appreciate you. Appreciate you. Yeah, because I was like, oh my gosh, the time change. So I want to make sure because well, and I always ask about the region and, and things like that to make sure it's mm. Eastern Standard Time. You know, don't know. I saw you ask that. I'm like, why you ask that? Yeah, because think about it. You could have been out west. You could have been in Midwest and you could have been in Chicago or something like that. Cause our times, some people's times don't change. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah. Well, when you said EST, I mean, I, I, I know, believe me, LA is like right now, it's like, I'm six right now. It's 628. Yeah. Like I'm in LA at least, well, prior to pandemic, I was in LA at least three to four times a year. Um, the touring 2019, I had to stop. Well, 2020 I had to stop. And my last one was in San Francisco. I miss it. I miss on the road. I miss doing the shows. But I spent the time doing records and songs. And, you know, I didn't do everything I wanted to do. But listen, it's, this new album is going to be something that, like, I really put a lot of effort into this. Like, they, like, just finish the album. I'm like, you just can't finish an album. Do you tell Kanye? Yeah. Yeah, all right. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. Kanye ain't probably like, he listened to you. Shit. He'll listen, whatever. But you have you to put an album together. Creativity. You can't write creativity. Beyonce said, people don't put, Beyonce said in our interview, people don't put albums together anymore. They don't have a start, a middle, and a finish. Yeah. They don't have, like, and I, and Beyonce is, is smart. Like, I was like, yo, when she speaks sometimes, I just listen because the, you talk about, she sounds older than what she is. Like she sounds like she should have grew up with Patty LaBelle in them. Mm -hmm. Like that's why she is larger than life. Like I don't, everybody like, oh, Beyonce. No, Beyonce is our Diana Ross. Beyonce is our everything. Yes. Like people don't understand. It's not, oh, she, oh, cause she's hot. No, even when she's not hot, she's still better than 90% because she puts that work in. And I see a lot of new artists putting that work in because it's like, come on, 
you understand something. If you only got one shot or you got two shots, make it count. God has blessed me with more shots. And every time I go in, it's got to count. It's got to count. Because if it don't, then what you doing it for? Like, go home. Go home and um, play Tetris. You know, it's funny you mentioned Beyonce because when they were still doing the Bills, 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 this is my little Beyonce. It really is not a really big <laughs> story. But I was literally sitting a row right behind them in the section that I was at. You know, when they do concerts, the artist sits in a certain section. I was in that mm. section and they literally was a row down below me. And again, this is when they were Destiny's Child. Bills, Bills, Bills. So that's my only closest I've ever gotten to Beyonce. But that's my story. And, and you know, it was a great moment because I was able to see them in that moment. Right. To And then appreciate where they're at now. You know, yeah. so I like to get that raw, rough talent and, and get it to the point where it's on the come up. And and, and again, that goes back to the candy show and why we support talent, local talent, because everybody needs to have an opportunity. And that was the whole thing with the candy show. Because mm -hmm. these platforms weren't out there, some people don't have the capability again before social media and all of this other stuff. So we wanted to help them to get to the next level, whatever that next level is. Mm -hmm. So yeah. at the time, putting them on the candy show, okay, well, there you go. You don't know who could see you. And this is what I've always told them. Right. I've always told any of the people that I worked with that you just never know who's looking. And right. so that was what that was what we, you know, and I love to 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 just see how that talent that I've worked with progressed, whether they stayed in it, did something different, or just to know that I was able to help them, whatever God gave me was able to extend it to them and see what they did with that information. And so once I'm supportive of you, I'm going to stay supportive of you, stay loyal to you, stay like in a post, you know, promoting your things like this, because I feel like if it's, if it's true, if it's good, then why can't everybody else get a piece of it? You know, why can't everybody else enjoy it? Again, Candy, this is just me. But that's good. That's so that's so unconventional of what it is now. And I I appreciate that. I appreciate that so much because that's what I live by. I promote no matter what. Some people tell me, why are you putting those people on your site? I said, because that's just who I am. I'm I, I don't know. I don't know what to say, but I just say, why? Why not? Oh, you know, you should do you. I said, that's the problem. Everybody's too busy doing them. And nobody's helping anybody, but yet everybody's envying everybody. Don't envy me. That's another reason why I really like when you're talking about, oh, go to this level. We can do this. No, no, nah, I'm chilling. Believe me. First of all, I'm not hungry. I'm not broke. I don't have any enemies that I know of. I have enough people to survive for the next, enough fan base to survive for the next 30 years. I'm okay. Oh, you need to do that? Nah, because I watch people rise to a certain level and then drop and be they rise, they're in mansions and then sleeping on somebody's couch the next year. I, nah, I'm cool. I'm cool. They like, I, get, I do what I do. 
believe me, none of them have done what I've done anyway. I mean, who can say they did? Who can say they've done? At least from my my circle, they haven't done it. You can have the hottest record, but dude, I got the hottest career. <laughs> <laughs> so let's rock. But I, I I appreciate anything. Like I tell you, what you're doing, keep doing it, and I'm probably gonna see you on either BET Her. I'm probably gonna see you on Aspire, and I'll be like, I was on her show. I was on her show because I was on this girl. Her name is Indy. Indy, right? She was like, she was doing a local show, and I was like, okay, I was on her show. She's like, damn, you doing all this and that, and you still doing it. Now she went from that to being a co-host on WBLS, which is one of the largest radio stations in New York City. And she see me and she hugs me. You want to come on BLS? I don't have those quiet storm, like those, those baby, 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 baby <laughs> records. I don't have those records. So I, I'm not going on there, but I appreciate going up there. Mm-hmm. And like, yo, I, I, I think you're doing a great job. Right. And she goes, wow, you come up here, come with such and such. No, nah, I know my lane. I'm not going to just be, you know, what you call um, publicity hunting. I don't need everybody in my business. But everybody's in my business. Like the soundtracks, I watched this gentleman's name. I know he doesn't even know me. His name is Alan Silverstein, right? Alan Silverstein does all the stuff for the Avengers. So I look at, he's a composer. I look at him and I, I, you know, I guess he's like, who is this guy that keeps texting me? Like who keeps, but he doesn't understand. I'm going down his road. I'm not trying to go this road about his road. He has the Avengers. That means he had from the first time you show the Avengers to the end game. What do you think that catalog looks like? So why? And no one knows who he is. J, um, James Gunn. He does all the other stuff, the other soundtracks. Right. And those the world I want to get into. I make records like I look at certain artists and I'm like, hmm, hmm. I want to do what that artist is doing. They're like, why can't you do what Jay-Z's doing? Because there's already a Jay-Z and Jay-Z did it. I want to do what they're doing in that realm, but et cetera. So I'm doing it. I got, I got the motion. I got the team. I got the numbers. I got the, the, the sales. I got the soundtracks. It's just that you want to do it so much because what if one doesn't amount during the rest of the year? So when you do your show, keep in mind that Who's doing your candy show? Your the way you wrote out your your um your um your bio of your show. Y'all, you could take that show and put that show right on any platform. You could be you could do the Roku platform. My friends have a Roku channel. All I do is say try it. Now they have a Roku channel. It's you never know. You take those steps. Have Hulu, Hulu look looks for stuff. You could. Well- well, it's actually, I am actually, actually, I am on Roku, Roku, but I'm through yeah. someone else. That's fine. Vent Radio. So you mentioned it, but yeah, I'm on, I'm on their, their platform in Detroit. So that's my biggest thing. Wherever God leads me, I'm and going. That's, and don't, don't even doubt it. Just like if it doesn't harm you, your family, or your, you know, rock with it. The worst they can tell you is no. That's yep. the motto I live by, right? Yep. And don't don't t- and don't be 
Don't be greedy. Don't be greedy. Don't be greedy and don't be selfish. And believe me, when people see that, they look at you differently. Because when they be like, when they tell me things like, how much you want? Whatever you want to pay me. Mm-hmm. They go, what? I said, bro, you don't understand. You can't do no worse to me than what people did to me when I first started this game. So I'm not going to go hungry if you tell me yes or no. Or if you say, here's this. I'm not going to go hungry. If you give me $5, it's $5 more than I had yesterday. And they be like, they look at me crazy. When I go into meetings, I don't go dressed like this. I go in my suit. And they go, et cetera. I'm like, yes, how are you? They go, that suit is great. You got a suit? Because this is a professional meeting. There's certain characters you play in certain areas. I wear perform, I wear loose clothes. And the same thing, I have my, my documents, I have everything. I bring my attorney if I need to. I bring my representative if I have to. Or I just come to the meeting and listen. We have suits on. Three-piece suits, two-piece suits. And they like, this dude takes it seriously. I'm like, even if you're not something I should take seriously, I still take you serious. Because out of all your bullshit, there could be that one thing that I that I can pick out of it that I may say I'm going to deal with. Or I get up and walk my ass out. I mean, it is what it is. My you friend has a show. Yeah. So do what you, you know what? Don't stay in the house. You got to go outside to do this stuff. <laughs> no, not like that. But I'm just saying I haven't really indulged in going out and all that other stuff like I was before. But, uh, you know. Mm. <laughs> But like I said, Lord willing, next year that's gonna be something totally different. Um, yes. What like literally this is the last thing. Yes. You still have? And are you still working with athletes? No, not anymore. It is. Okay. It's not that it's not coming back, but not now. I I used to have, and I'm. How did you know that? I do research. <laughs> okay. No, I'm not. I'm not doing an athlete thing right now. I got a lot on my plate, and I can't stretch anybody, anybody in my team. I can't stretch them any thinner than what they already are. They're like, "Yo, if you get a ice cream store, we not fucking with you." <laughs> like, oh, by the way, my daughter has a, a a sorbet. It's called Do You Boo Sorbet. She has it in ice cream shops, that and with up there still. In yeah. Denver? Yeah, she has it in New York. And so she just started it because they have it. They had her clothing line. Then she has, do you, it's a strawberry, it's a virgin strawberry daiquiri sorbet. It's killer. And I'm looking at her like, because I we helped develop it. And I thought it was a promotional thing. Mm-hmm. It just went from a promotional thing to being sold in um, Brook, a local Brooklyn ice creamery. And they like, they keep buying this stuff. I'm like, <laughs> right? <laughs> But we promote it. And I, I said, you got to, when you come home, you got to go to the store and, and do a promotion in the store. And she goes, all right, I will, daddy. Anything else? I'm like, it's not for me. And you don't give me nothing. You don't even get, you don't give me no money for none of this. She, like, you be like, oh, you know, you got your own money. I said, I know, but this is, this is under me. She's like, oh, I, I'll give you something next week. Next week? has never come. I just want to let you know that. I'm going to put it on record. Next week has never come. But um, (laughs) 
it, it is what it is. You you know what? I, I don't mind. The, the sky's the limit. Yeah. Yes. So that's it, right? That was it, right? Well, yeah, that that was it. And, and my last time I was in in New York was in 2018. So that's not something I'm going to um, keep holding on to not doing. So again, you know, when I'm able to travel, I definitely want to get up here. I want to check out. Why you said when you're able to travel? Because I'm not traveling right now. Okay. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. When I'm able to travel, when I'm ready. I, I oh, got me and my partner are so mad at that, but we're, that's another story in itself. But anyway, um, but when I get a chance to get up in New York, I'm definitely going to visit your daughter's store, um, the the sorbet because I love sweets. But the reason why I asked you about and trying to find out about the athletes, I have a candy shot challenge, which is a basketball challenge. You'll go on the website, you'll find out about it. It started last year. Um, but you know, it's very slow right now, not a big deal, understood. But uh, if you know any athletes, and again, you can definitely win some money. So, as you see, that was a $30. I know that's not a lot, but trust me, what $30 is a lot. Well, listen, I know it's a lot when you don't have anything, it's a lot more than 10, but I'm saying opportunities to uh gain money is there for the candy shot challenge very but what is it what is it tell me what it is all right so so basically what you do is that you go to a basketball court and you know the markers that are on the basketball court Mm -hmm. you know the markers all right so each marker what you're going to do is you're going to do a a shot you're going to shoot a free throw no because a free throw is at the free throw line oh So each one of the markers, you have to literally shoot and land a basket. So once you do that on whatever side you start on, you got to immediately go to the opposite side. So you're going to continue until you get to the free throw line and you make that free throw line. And the whole thing behind it is you go to the next level. So I haven't had anyone yet that is um, capable of doing that. Wait, you mean... You talking about you talking about doing around the rock? It's called around the world. No, it's that's what's called. It's called the candy shot challenge. That's okay. what it's called. <laughs> but that's the reason why I asked you about the athletes because I figured that you know, hey, why not have the athletes that you know um, get in on that challenge? And again, there's a very lucrative amount of a cash prize if you. Now, again, there are different levels, but yeah. Well, nope. the athlete that I did have, she's now the um, assistant coach for St. John's University. Mm-hmm. She went from my team idol, which was actuality. It was not, it wasn't supposed to be with everybody what it came out to be. It was me helping a young lady that was cool with us. She was playing ball. I got a sneaker deal. She went from there into college, St. John's. She became like the like the bomb player and they told us that she couldn't have the sneaker deal in there so we put her on pause she came out and she was like are you still rocking with me i said i never stopped she said okay you're my you you rocking with me she ended up getting drafted into the WNBA, into the liberty and then she played throughout she she jumped back and forth in teams i think she had went to the um atlanta um the LA Sparks and and then she jumped back and then she went overseas and you know it, she didn't really I don't think she 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 wanted to do it too much after a while but she lost it you know and then she stopped for a little while 
she picked back up and now she's the assistant coach for um, the um, girls basketball team at St. John's University, which is like the number one team in the city right now. Um, but I've been approached a couple of times by um, people to start Team Idol you know, management because there's like my nephew's a basketball player. He's like number number two in the city. Um, and then there's a couple other people that play football and they were like, bro, come on. I'm like, no, I don't have time. I can't do anything else, but that's a great idea. I think I might, I might, but it was that team idol was huge. It was huge. It was, it was, oh my God. It was, but I didn't know how involved it was. Mm-hmm. It, it's very, it's very involved. Like you have, like, I thought I could just, you know, side, side do it. <laughs> anytime, I know where. Anytime you get into a different project and it's like, you know what? You have to have that time. You have to have that extra time. Yeah. If you don't have the extra time, then you just have to just set the project to the side. But, but yeah. you know, you can go on the candy website, the candy, um, candyproductions.biz. I've seen you got a lot of stuff on that site though. You are a very busy person and I'm trying to figure out the end game to that. Are you trying to be the next mayor of Indianapolis? Are you trying to win the, um, like, what is that award that I got? Um, I got an award for, for team model too. It's called like an achievement award. Are you, what is your end game to all the community service? What is you, what are you trying to, do table talk okay don't let me come down there you you greet me at greet me at the door with, with a with a sash on talking about mayor mm, I like or, that. A, a councilwoman i like that definitely i like that okay mr Mr. Etc., would you like to um, say anything else? Add uh, any shout outs? Is there anything that we didn't touch that you want to make sure that they know about? Now, I just want you to know they can follow me at The Real Etc. Um, look at www.imetc.com. Um, go to the K Marie Project. Um, I want you to download the record by your side and understand why it's like. Mm top 30 right now um and i want you to see i want you to live vicariously through me and understand that you could do anything you want to do and if you just put your mind to it and don't listen to anyone that says you can't i used to think that and when i stopped life changed Thank you so much for your time. Thank, Thank you. you so much for letting me into your world. We Thank you so much. Continue this. I know this again is so much of a long conversation, but it's all right. I appreciate your time, Mr. Nah, I, yes. And mm-hmm. I will send you a do you boo t-shirt. And it's what's the weather down there? Is it's just t-shirt weather? Oh, I like t-shirts too. So don't worry about it. Even what's if our- it's 40 degrees, I'm wearing t-shirts. So. No, don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> but I, I'm not sure. But I, if you're not going outside, nobody's going to see it. Mm-mm. Let me tell you something. I like my t-shirt, and I definitely wear it here on the candy show. Man, it took me a while to get out of my candy shirts. So, uh, yeah. 
Yeah. So you're not going outside. So I want people outside to see you with no. the t-shirt or the hoodie on. I make sure that I wear it wherever I go. I make sure that I wear it. And I'm not talking about to the candy store. No. Candy store. No. Or Walmart. Go to Walmart with it. Oh gosh, I live there, but we—that's a different story. I live there too. Believe me, <laughs> they know I don't go to the one that I used to go to because I can't go there no more. They like, oh my, there's a lot of issues. I go to another one, but they be like, what is he buying? I'm right over there. I'm opening up buying the ice cream sandwiches. Walmart is where I'm at all the time, but neither here nor there. I want <laughs> if you if you wear this the hoodie, whatever we said it. If you wear the hoodie, the t-shirt, I want to see it outside in Walmart. What else you got out there? Um, y'all got Walmart. Y'all got, um, y'all got, not Denny's. What is that thing? Golden Corral. Oh, uh, uh, I hop. Uh, did you say, oh, the Golden Corral? Uh. Okay, I, I got to take a picture <laughs> of you right now. I got to no. send it to the, I got to send it to the Golden Corral Haters Club. Let me send a picture. <laughs> no, no, we no, 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 no. All right. Well, I no. I gotta send it to the Golden Corral Haters Club because that. Because you can't. I love Golden Corral. You got dip. I don't. I hop. Yeah. I don't know about I hop. No, but there's only. You know what? I'm gonna be honest. I don't even think there's maybe but a couple of Golden Corrals here anymore. They just opened back up. No. Listen, that's why that tells you I don't I don't get out a lot. I don't. I don't mm. Well, I want to see. I want to see. I want to see the hoodie or the T-shirt at a Golden Corral. Or if you don't go there, I want to see it at a Denny's. I want to see it at a. I don't know. No, Piggly Wiggly's is down by me in Dalton. You don't have Piggly Wiggly's near you. No, but no, that's like in Chicago, Gary around there. There's a Piggly Wiggly up there in Gary. Yeah. What about that? It's a new. It's a new spot that they go to. It used to be. Not 7-Eleven, it's another spot. You but they everybody stopped. Huh? Do y'all have Kroger? No. No. That is hot. Kroger? Oh my God. We don't have that up yet. But yeah. let me tell you, when I go to Virginia, mm -hmm. woo! I'm a foodie, so don't I'm a foodie. Oh, I know. <laughs> you you mentioned food a few times, and I think is if I'm not mistaken, is that how you actually start off by your side? Talk about some food. Look like looking like good food. Yeah. <laughs> See? They don't know. I that song almost got written with um and, and it got written with Golden Corral in mind. <laughs> Shut up. Yeah, you you'll hear a lot of references. I'm like Jill Scott. You know, Jill Scott always talk about food. <sighs> I know I just three songs for sure that I know I heard you mention something about food. Yeah, food is always on my mind. It's funny because I was going to ask you that question. I'm going to be honest. Uh, yes, like right now, right now I have um I have salmon downstairs. I swear I was going to ask you, do you you like food a lot? <laughs> From the south, it, it it like I don't know. Food has always been like I, I I'm not a big I'm not a pork eater, but I love food. Mm -hmm. I love food. Like food is just that's it. That's it. Food. <laughs> And iced tea. Sweet. Oh, God. Sweets is me. Sweets is me. But, all right. We're going to have right. to end this and save yes. some stuff for the table talk. You know, next time, table conversation, face-to-face. -face. Yes. Thank you so yeah. much. Well, face-to-face, -face, but that if, if, if you come outside. 
I will. All right, later. Bye-bye. See you later. Have a good one, okay? You too. Bye-bye. God bless.